Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed Time for you to respond to us at hashtag Undisputed Live. Time for me to dig in, double down on what I said last night on social media. The Cowboys showed you they're better than the Eagles. Did everything but beat the Eagles. Beat them everywhere, but... With the final score, 28 to 23. (laughs) I was very happy with everything but 28 to 23. We will get to the notorious Cowboy bashers, Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Johnson, in just a moment. But we are saving Cowboy Hall of Famer Michael Irvin to go nuclear at 10 a.m. Eastern. Playmaker, give us a hint of what's coming up at 10 Eastern. He can help the Cowboys. Step, step, step. Don't don't listen to these Cowboy haters that are about. Now, let me tell you something. I hear everybody's talking about, oh, this was a... Something good came out of a loss. Like this is so oxymoronic to put good and dirty birds together in, in, in our world, in our world. But it is not Armageddon. It's not the end of the world. Folks, we got a lot of information when we went up and played that man right there. And we found out what we needed to know, what I always knew about that man right there. You're finding out he shows up big. I already knew he showed up big, that he was sure big. We got a lot of information. And we'll come back to see them again. And we, when we see them again, we're going to get them. I'm like Denny Green. They are who we thought they were. And we're going to get them when we see them again. That's all. That's all I'm talking about right now. But we'll break down yesterday's victory. Congratulations to Philadelphia. My man, you played well. We're going to get this thing right. You played well. That's all I'm saying, Skip. I'll let them all know all about it at 10 a.m. Yeah, Skip, uh, I already heard that whole... You ain't hear nothing, Keith. Don't something. start that, Keith. I heard that yesterday. Don't start that, Keith. I, I heard that yesterday. <laughs> hey, hey, Keith was out of hand yesterday. I, I can't even... I'm going to have to start watching with Keith. He takes too much pleasure in the pain, if you know what I mean. I'm going to have to leave him alone. All right. We're going to get him, though, buddy. I can't wait for 10 Eastern, but right now, back to Richard, back to Keyshawn. The Cowboys did have their chances in Philly. Lots and lots of chances, but they repeatedly failed to cash in on those chances in the fourth quarter, and the Eagles survived. Richard Sherman, the floor is yours up first. What did you see? I saw I saw your Dallas Cowboys play a really good game. Um, Thank I you. Saw- you got C.D. Lamb trying to make his case that he's a number one receiver. He had 11, he had 11 catches for 191. You got to give him a lot of credit. 
There were some weird there were some weird plays in there where yeah. you, you question why he didn't get targeted on the fourth and eight. Agreed. Um, some plays at the end of the game where you're like, hey, if this is a guy, this, you got to go to the guy. And then they give him the ball at the end on the Hail Mary and he gets tackled and fumbles, yada, yada, yada. But played an overall great game. Jake Ferguson, another guy who played a really, really good he game. Um, your 11 from heaven showed up really early and, and made some plays later on. He kind of he kind of fizzled out. Probably should have been some holding calls there. There were some agree. phantom calls in there um, that, that probably shouldn't have been called and should have been uh, different. But I thought overall they played a really good game. Like you said, Skip, you got to give them a ton of credit, but they did not win. That defense that has been causing so many turnovers, that have been getting so many sacks, didn't get them when they needed them. Um, They didn't get any turnovers in the game. They had opportunities, but the ball kind of bounced the Eagles' way. Thank you. Uh, And that's what happens sometimes in this game. But in the red zone, they needed to convert some opportunities, and they got really close to converting some opportunities. But it's it's an inch here, an inch there, or or a few inches here where Dak steps out of bounds where it looked like – he kind of had an easy path to the end zone. I, I he, he probably so could have. Yeah, I was yeah. like walking. It looked like he kind of got cute, and then he steps out of bounds. And so that play right there really determined the game because they were in field goal range in the other drive and probably would have just kicked the field goal and tied the game up. But at the same time, there are no moral victories, Skip. They lost the game, um, and now they're 5-3. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, Richard is right. There were some good things for the Dallas Cowboys that came out of this. You can certainly see that this team came prepared to play, in particularly the quarterback that at times you don't like, Skip. He came prepared to play. He gave them an opportunity, a chance to win. There's no question about it. Unfortunately, they didn't win the football game. But they fought hard, and, and they're still right in the thick of things. C.D. Lamb showed up. The tight end, Ferguson, that you've been preaching so hardly about over the last couple of weeks, continued to show up. He did. Michael Parsons early, as Richard said, yep. said showed up. Here's the problem that you have, though. When you really needed them to buckle down in that last sequence of five plays at the end of that football game, you have an issue at first and you first and five from the six yard line. There's a false start. Mm -hmm. Then first and 10 from the 11th sack. Second and 21 from the 22 incompletion. Third and 21 from the 22 delay of game. Who was that on? I was at who, who, who fault was that? Then, third and 26, the incompletion, game, set, and match. Mm. But at the same time, your right tackle, okay? He was getting Ooh. beat the entire game, but they couldn't get to that. Yeah. But when they needed to, they lined him up over there again. They said, okay, Torrance Steele, now you're going to have to show that mm. you can play the same way as the left tackle. Because the left tackle, he was holding his own. I mean, I, I turned to Michael a couple times. I said, Mike, that Smith dude right there? From 77? USC. Oh, oh, he's locking that. Look at that. He's over there on a stranglehold making a dude just quit. First ballot Hall of Famer. But that wasn't across the board, though. And so when you look at it, you say to yourself, okay, can can Dallas Steel win this division? I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a silver lining. Yes, they can. Because Philadelphia has a little bit of a stretch coming. They do. And so do the Cowboys at the end of the season when the Cowboys see the Seattles and the Detroits of the world and the Eagles again. If the Eagles stumble up on this stretch when they get to play Kansas City and those boys, now all of a sudden you have an opportunity, a chance to maybe, just maybe, get in it. But I don't think Philadelphia is going to stumble up enough for those things to happen to you. Now, you everybody's got to tip their hat off to Dak Prescott, though, Skip. Can't all of a sudden say, well, he shouldn't have 
wore a size 18 shoe. He should have had a, a true size in the 13. He wouldn't have stepped out of bounds. <laughs> he, it, that was the only angle. Because if he tried to go forward, they was closing on him. They was closing. He was not going to make it unless he took that pylon angle. It didn't happen. He stepped out of bounds. But in the end, there's a lot that, to learn from this game and losing it. So, you know, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to really kill you off too much today, Skip. Right. But I tried to tell you all we're not going to win this football game. Okay. Both of you were very good to me just now and very good to my Cowboys just now. As I said, I was proud of my squad. I was generally happy with what I saw. In the end, it was just the Eagles' day because they got the bounces and they got three or four crucial calls. It was their time to shine, and I got to give it up and congratulate their quarterback. I am a Jalen Hurts fan, and he sucked it up because he took a shot to his knee and it hyperextended back a little bit more. They said he didn't even need an injection. Half time they said they took an IV. He, he took an IV. I couldn't understand why you'd need an IV. It seemed like a really nice night to play football, but whatever. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles. Congratulations to Jalen Hurts. But now I'm going to tell you what I saw in the fourth quarter. I saw my team roll up 163 yards on the Eagles defense in the fourth quarter alone. Think about that. 163 yards up and down the field, up and down the field. I've told you again and again, the Eagles defense is get to ball. The Eagles defense is torchable. It was 163 yards in the fourth quarter to 14 for the Eagles. It was 151 DAC passing yards to three passing yards for Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter. It was 14 first downs for Dallas in the fourth quarter to zero first downs for Philadelphia in the fourth quarter. I saw my team go 71 yards in 13 plays and wind up fourth and goal at the one-yard line. And my rookie tight end, Luke Schoonover, Schoonmaker, excuse me, he, he couldn't get the ball to break the plane quite before his knee went down. And so we come away with zero points. Take the three. Yep. Okay. You could argue. You, take the hey, three. well, As now I told Michael, hindsight, with Michael, uh, hindsight is 2020. No, no, I told Michael one. sitting there, Skip, you need to take this three. Yeah. Michael, no, no, no. I said, man, take the three. Okay. So he's been going for it, has Mike McCarthy, and I don't have a big problem with that. If you have a play that you know will work, I'm not sure I want the ball in the hands of my rookie tight end in that point because that's make it or break it. Then I watch my team come right back down and get it first and 10 at the 31. And as Richard pointed out, we wind up fourth and eight at the 20, and we throw it to the second-year receiver, Jalen Tolbert, who has like seven catches in his life. And I, I don't know because, as Richard pointed out, CD beasted yesterday. Wait, 11 catches for 191 yards? So for this day, at least for this day, he's not a quote-unquote fringy number one receiver, as somebody on this show sometimes says. And he's not a, a receiver with something missing, as somebody else on this show often says. He looked like a bona fide number one you receiver. Know why, you know, you know why yeah. I say something missing? Because when he ran the shallow cross yesterday and he hit him in the hands and he double caught, bobbled it, dropped and dropped it, it that's yeah. a something missing. Okay, all right. That was missing yesterday, but everybody drops the ball here and there. Yeah, but in, the, in this type of game, in this okay. situation, Skip, okay. you got to have it. I, I will buy that. And then finally, we get it. So, so we get zero points out of that foray down to the 
first and 10 at the 31. And then finally, we get it, as, as Richard pointed out, you point out, first and five at the six-yard line. We are first and five at the six with 27 seconds left. Think about that. We are only six yards away from pay dirt. Yes. We're six yards away from winning this football game and taking control of the NFC's at, at this point. Obviously, the records wouldn't be the same, but, but psychological control. And we fall straight backwards into third and 26 at the 27. And why? Dak would think, I'll throw it to the five-yard line to CD with like it's, 20 Eagles in the end zone. I, I don't know. I you mean, what, push, what's going to happen? You, as me and Michael said and talked yesterday, yeah. during the game when this happened, you have to, as a receiver, go deeper. You have to, get, you have to go deeper. You have to. You have to. You, you have to know the situation and push yourself deeper Absolutely. into the end zone because as you go into the end zone, the defensive backs are eventually going to back up. Okay. And, and yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, go I, ahead, Richard. I, 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 I agree, but I mean, there was a reason they threw that play. They drew it up. They thought he could get slipped behind the defense, thought he could run out the back end, you know, maybe making a foot race to the opposite pylon, which is understandable. You know, he didn't catch it on the run like they anticipated it. But I, like you said, I still got questions about that fourth and eight, that sack that Dak took, um, where he could have just get, threw the ball out the back of the end zone, but he wanted to play here. And he, and he, and he almost thought about it while he was in the, in the grass. He, he still thought about letting it go and then pulled it down at the last second. But yep. um, that was a big, big mistake that they can't have in that situation. He definitely got to eat that one, let the ball go, um, live to fight another down because you have the field position there that you need. See, you was doing good with me, Skip. When we first started this segment, you, we, me and Richard, we, you know, we blessed you. We, we, we didn't we did. jump on you. But then you start, you went into this fourth quarter. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to get all over you. 14 first downs to none? No, no, no one can't. Quarter? You lost the game. Yep, we Why did. are you living on the fact that you got 163 yards of their 14? Mm -hmm. When they needed to cash in and close it out, guess what? The RPO game worked for them. Jalen Hurts showed you, as I told Michael yesterday, I'll continue to refer to that, when he kept the football. You assumed, because his knee was banged up, that, oh, he's not going to be able to run it. But when the RPO game needed to happen, he kept the football. It was a totally different situation. He put the Dallas Cowboys on notice immediately. Like, hey, I can't still move around and he I can't did. still run. Yep. Michael looked at me and said, oh, well, I think he's good. Now I'll go back to Scooter Maker. Mm -hmm. I think I said his name right, right? Scooter, Scooter Maker. Scoot yeah. Scooter Maker. Mm -hmm. The tight end is young. First of all, in that particular play, it's a very difficult throw. Because what you're doing is you're throwing across your body, Absolutely. and it has to be a perfect throw. But if you look on the right side, there's the a guy side, who's Brandon wide Cooks. open in a slant <laughs> named Brandon Cooks. Yep. Throw the football to him, man. It's throw a much easier throw. I, wide open pitching catch. Obviously, the play was called to schoonmaker. No, it wasn't. It, it's not necessarily, I, I it it's it's not a, necessarily it, 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 called. They run it the same thing both sides. They're both running both, both picks. So they're both man beaters on it, both sides. Exactly. Yep. And the man beater in Cooks, wide open. Just toss it to him. You don't have to do, you don't have to do exactly what the play is designed. My playmaker that I trust is this receiver over here versus a young tight end that you are now hoping catches the football and gets into the end zone. The throw was a good throw, not the best throw. No, and wasn't. so but, you start. Go ahead though, Rich. Go ahead, go ahead, Keith. No, go I was gonna say when Sorry. you start to really break it all the way down. And look at, see, I was going to leave you alone. I was going to let you, 
just, you know, talk, but then you start trying to attack the Eagles for their play on defense. Mm. They did what they needed to do. Mm. Period. No matter what the yardage say, okay, the, maybe. End, the W and the L is on their side and the L is on your side. Okay. That's just the bottom line, and they, Skip. And they, and they outscored you in the second half, Skip. You guys it, only scored six points in the entire second that, half. So all the yardage, yardage, all that yardage gave you no points, really. Okay, well, we had six. No okay. points, really, as yeah, I said. Yeah, we had, yeah, we you, beat you them had, six nothing in the fourth quarter, which was not we, enough. We could have scored yeah. twenty points. Yes, the and they could have scored two thousand points. Well, what does that mean? Could have, what it should have. It's not true. What we, we had? They outscored you fourteen zero in the third third quarter. They you did. outscored them 6-0 in the fourth. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, the play that, that Key talks about is the reason why we question – maybe it's not C.D. Lamb because C.D. Lamb had a fantastic game. Maybe it's McCarthy. Maybe it's Dak. Because in that situation, you would, you are at least looking at Absolutely. your one. You're at least looking in his direction. And even if he's decoyed like he was that play, it was perfect because both defenders went to him. And Brandon Cooks, who, who the play was designed to get open, came open. So it's, if you're at least looking that way, I agree. that's your touchdown. Easy. Pitch and catching is coming Pitch towards you, catch. not going away okay. from you. Outs are, are harder to throw than slants. Yes. All right. So both of you are raving about Dak Prescott, and I rave about him up to a point. But I needed my quarterback to make one play, just one play. Any of these plays we're talking about, just one, including the two-point play when I thought he flinched a little bit at the goal line because he's taken a lot of shots. He's been beat up before. He's had a career-threatening injury. Young Dak strolls. He waltzes into the end zone, and Flinch, I thought he mean? flinched. He wasn't going to get there. Yes, he was. He was Richard gonna, said he was. No, no, he wasn't going to get there. Richard, he wasn't going to get there. If he if he I thought when he took off when he took off right here, he was started cruising. Like if he like, goes hey, and he cuts it up right there, he got him. He got a step. This is Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham's a great player, but he would have just been on his back and rolled him to the end zone. It would have been a touchdown. May, but you don't cut it up. Maybe that is the case. Maybe he he. Flinched a little bit there, but I can tell you this. When you're being chased by somebody, it's different on the field than it is looking at it in the camera and saying, oh, on TV, oh, he could have made it. You know, Richard, being out on the field, that is, looks a lot closer to what we see on television. It really does. Okay. Yeah, but, just, but if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm going to avoid contact, that's what it looked like more to, to me, that he's just trying to avoid being touched at all. Like, let, you know what I mean? Let him touch you, and I'm in the end zone. Agreed. But then you took the, the path of least resistance. You said, I'm not even going to let him touch me. I'm going to just touch pylon and get out of bounds unscathed. And that's what made it tough. So he was he was 29 of 44. I mean, yeah, 29 of 44, 374, yep. skipping three touchdowns yep. and zero interceptions. You yep. still want him as your quarterback? Okay, I need him to make one more big play, big game, big play, where, where you, you make a key play, where you make one throw where I say, that's it. We won the football game, and he did not make those plays. If I could show you what happened the first time they had it first and 10 at the 31 with 247 left, what happens on the next two plays? Could we see these? Sack, sack. Tell me what happens here. You cannot take sacks in this situation. You have to get rid of the football. You, you can't. He, he's looking, he's looking, he holds on to the your ball. Right throw tackle, it, throw your right throw tackle. It. Just get rid of your it. Your right Just tackle get whiffed. Just get rid of it. He's Just out there playing brother-in-law. Okay. I, he I he whiffed. All right. Do we show both those plays? I think those are both the six, yeah. right? Okay. And then let's go to the final series with 27 seconds left. They have a first and five at the six-yard line. And what happens after the false start on the first play? It's first and ten back at the 11-yard line now. Let's see that sack. Tell me, at this point, you're in so tight, just don't take a sack. Throw it. Throw it. Your right tackle gets Throw it. beat. No, you no, got to get rid of the ball. Tom you Brady can't. just gets rid of the ball. He you lived can't. on He's it. on his back. Skip. No. 
He's on his he get out. If he just throws it up and they call it a fumble, yeah, you now what? Then you you'll be screaming sacks. he should have held on to it. Can't take sacks. You but, just cannot take sacks. He didn't All have right. a chance to set up, Skip. All right. Your right tackle is the person okay. that killed you. K-I-L-T. And, and, and yep. you just and you just paid your right tackle a lot of money. Yeah, a whole Skip. lot of money. I and agree. you talk about this is and this is the been, best O-line in football. He has been pretty good until the fourth quarter yesterday. No, no, I will no, give no, you that. No, no. You got to watch the game. Yeah. It was a lot no, of times. Tom Reddick beat him like a drum. <laughs> beat him like a drum and then okay. set him up at the end of the game because I was getting there. I was getting there. We but you know what? I'm going, play. I'm going to get. One play. And guess what? The Eagles needed one play, and they got their one play okay. because they realized that your right tackle that you just gave all this money to yeah. isn't that guy. Okay. And the Eagles were blessed and blessed and blessed yesterday because the ball bounced their way three times, and we could see the three fumbles they recovered. Jalen Hurts fumbles in their their opening drive, and he yes. fumbles at the 40, Cowboy 49-yard yeah. line. This changes the game and the momentum at this point if the ball does not bounce back up to him. Whoops. Oh, it came right so back. So you're hoping you. and praying. Woo! So you're hoping and praying now, Skip. Yeah. That's part of the game, it, it man. The ball bounces yeah. back to him. That's part of the lucky game. Lucky bounce. Lucky bounce. That's a lucky bounce. Okay, can we yeah. see the next yeah. one? Sometimes it's better to be, be yeah, lucky go than good, Skip. Well, I got it. It's better to be it. lucky this, than good. This is your day, Eagles. This is your day. Swift loses the ball, and it bounces right back up into his bread basket. Yeah. And Marquise Bell gets it and takes off, but they had taken it away from him after he had fallen back on his own okay. fumble. So what are you telling us? Okay, I'm telling you, then, then they blow up themselves on the final play that, that would have probably cost them the game. I don't know if my quarterback okay. could have made the one play, but if we could see the final fumble where Swift runs right into A.J. Brown, I don't know what the Eagles are doing. This is one play that should have cost you the football game, and the ball is loose, and the okay. ball is loose, and the rookie from Alabama – the, the, the third-round pick from Alabama falls on it. Okay. And, okay. You, okay. It's your so what day. That, what it's your day. It's you your showing day. me plays I, on I'm what you. Lucky bounce, lucky bounce, lucky bounce. Skip, Three skip, times. Skip. We got after, no lucky bounces yesterday. Not after one. So many, after so many, it stopped being luck. But, again, your defense didn't create any turnovers because even those plays – one of them was it. a created turn. They didn't get them, so yeah, they didn't get the turnover. So the Deron Bland picks and pick sixes that you're looking for, they didn't get. Devontae nope. Smith had a great play oh, on Deron, I was about Deron to, oh, Bland. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was and about so, to hit you with that one, Richard. Yeah. Oh, what a dime oh, of a my, throw. My bad. My bad. What? No, no, it was it's fine. It was what a dime. dime of a throw. Okay. And, and, me... and you you think about, you say, this is just the Eagles' day. Well, it wasn't because Jalen Hurts was was banged up all, coming into the game. He got banged up in the game. He only threw for 207. So it's not like he just had the day of his life or they ran the ball for 300 like Baltimore did against Seattle. You, you're not saying that. They they literally had pretty average day, including the, the almost yeah, turnover. Of my so defense. This, but they have a hard right, time against this, my this defense. Was, what do you mean? Well, I and they still time. scored 28 I, points, I, I'm and they still won the game. You just made a hard case, they, uh, case for a hard time, Skip, and I they agree. scored 28 points. Devontae, they they, they Devontae Smith bombed your corner. He, okay? It wasn't bomb. It was a great throw, wasn't it? it? What you mean? It he was didn't a run past him. Stop he was it. in front of him. Oh, what are you talking stop. about? No, that was, that was, that was, he he don't need to be eight yards in front of a dude. It was a perfect was all over it. What do you right mean? There. If he was right there, he would have made a play. He wouldn't have scored, Skip. It was a perfect throw. It's right there. It's just right. Like it's, right. It's, right. Which is, we call which that is a bomb, fine, man. That's what we call it. That's what we call it. Um, yeah. But, but they, didn't, yeah. they didn't execute like you say they did, like they have in previous games. And this is another thing we're talking about. When they play great he, teams, 
this defense all of a sudden doesn't get the turnovers you're used to, Skip. They don't. This is yeah. this is uh, two primetime games, two primetime opportunities to show the world we're an elite defense. We're everything we talk about, and they don't create the plays that change the game. They give up 28 points. Sure. Their offense should have maybe scored 30 points. Cool. But as a great defense, you don't give up 30 points in this situation and you win the game. Okay. And in a moment, we're going to be joined by the playmaker, Michael Irvin. I'm going to show you four plays in which the Cowboys got screwed on calls that could have changed the game. It was the Eagles' day. It will not be the Eagles' year. It was just their day. Way to go, Eagles. Congratulations. Up next, Michael Irvin unleashes on you, Eagles. Stay tuned for that. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Michael Irvin, it is now your turn. Your biggest takeaway from Eagles 28, Cowboys 23. Oh. You know, you guys know this, this, this season is always a long season. It's about gathering information as you go. And, and as I sat and watched you guys, Skip, I'm, 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 I'm going to get to these jokers over here that's trying to get on you because there's some things that, that I have to correct, you mm. know. Good. I have to correct and We'll get to that when we start talking about those plays. But first of all, I went into this game, and, and, and the first thing I thought about wearing 088 is what I text 088. Your number one job is to be the best receiver on the field yep. today. That's what Noah Turner told me my first, my, when I first got in the league. Mm. Well, well, Paul Hackett told me that. Coach Hackett actually told me that. He said, your number one job is to be the best receiver on the field every Sunday. CeeDee Lamb was definitely that Sunday. He, he took care of his business. I had to cover my 88 first here. Mm-hmm. Now, now, going into that game, we thought, wow, where does Dallas measure? We saw what they did against San Francisco. And, and, and boy, we said, oh, Dallas don't even belong in, in the top three against San Francisco. That's what made this game so important. And this game was in 
Philadelphia. Two reasons. It's great to be in Philadelphia. First of all, you get the first game in Philadelphia. Don't be hearing people when they say, oh, you're two and a half games back. No, you're two games back because you will play them in Dallas, and you will beat them in Dallas. So right now you're two games back, and they got a murderous slate coming up. You may even close that gap in the next two games. This is my time to talk. I sat in the back. I sat and waited. I gave you 13 minutes. You can shut up right now and give me a moment. You just had 30 minutes to talk. Let me. Let me finish. Let me finish. We gathered information. We went there and we had that game. You hear it all the time. It's a game of ventures. It's a game of ventures. It's really a game of ventures, but it's also a game of execution. Skip, I'm not going to have them sitting up here getting on you, talking about, oh, Dak missed this throw. He should have gone to Brandon Cooks. That's not true. That Brandon Cooks was open. Dak made the right read. That, that should have been a touchdown. And if you go back to that play, I'll show you who fault it is. It ain't Dak's fault. It ain't the tight end's fault. It's Ferguson's fault. I Look agree. at number eight or seven. Eight or seven, we'll go back to the beginning of that play. Eight or seven has to come flatter to make that DB right there bubble over the outside. He has to come on a flatter, or flatter angle down. Uh, that's a pick route. That's a pick. Ferguson has to come flatter to make that DB pick. You were right, Skip. He was looking at the right side, and that's the side he should have gone on. Brandon Cooks ain't called a slant all damn year. Why should he throw Brandon Cooks a slant right now? Execute the play right. We got that play. You win a football game. That's all. It comes down to execution. Stop trying to put that. That, that did everything right. Ferguson didn't do everything right. Now, 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 let me tell you something. The only thing that hurt me in this game was Philly had but three... Three long drives. Long drives. You can't give them the ball that long. You can't give them the ball that long. Let them have those long drives. And then we have long drives. Get in the end zone. Get in the red zone. And you don't convert. That is where that game got lost. Right there. On a small little technical. On small little things like that. On Ferguson not going flat enough on those routes. Those little things like that. You win that football game. And, and, and that's the bottom line right there. What we saw is... No, Philly's not too much for Dallas. No, Philly's not. Dallas, you are right there, and I guarantee you, I believe Dallas win this game in Dallas. Dallas win the game in Dallas, and if you see them again, that game is so important because you, it tells you, I don't care where we see you again. That is true. Even if we see you here, we can get you here. We can beat you in Philly, and that might even be sweeter. I, if you have to do it, I'd rather it be done in Dallas, and that ain't even over yet, folks. But I'm telling you, that was a good game yesterday. It was a good game, a lot of good information. Mm. I give that, that. That played a great game in that game. Mm. If he's shown us, now it's your turn. Uh, are you finished, Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, y'all up here trying to kill my no, man. We're we, we not. We're we, trying we, to kill we Skip giving, with that. We are giving good information. That's what <laughs> oh, we're doing. Oh, there ain't no we're good information. We're giving good information. I, I'm surprised. Sir, sir, so let me ask sir, you this. Sir, no, sir, Payne should have made sure that he realized that play. That's the same play Malcolm Butler got him in the Super Bowl on because that receiver didn't go, go flat enough. He should have known that. Don't be coming out here trying to put that on my man. Skip, I'm going to come out here. Thank my you. Man. So, high. Michael. Thank you. Where at any point in time yesterday, did you feel anxiety? Did you feel stress? Did you feel that the Dallas Cowboys are going to lose this football game? At any point in time when I'm sitting there with you, I just want to know. I, when I first walked in, uh -huh. let, 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 yeah. let's go and get real. Yeah. Let's get real. It was 14 7. You're in a right. sports bar, right? Yeah, we right, go right. to a sports bar. Dude, 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 dude. Let me tell you something. Yo, yo. 
we be cutting the food over here. I just got it, man. You know, Key calls me over, I come, and I come in, and boy, we, hey, we rolling. Oh, when I came in, ah, it's over, it's over. Calm down, Michael, it ain't over. We, we were rolling, right? It was 14 to seven, <laughs> relax. And every time, every time Philly makes play, Key has to get up, and the whole, everybody going crazy in the bar, and then he sits down, and then I'll get up when Dallas make a play. So we, we have so much fun. But that's fun not what I there. asked you. I we asked so you at any fun. point in time, sir. No, no, no I, 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 I never felt we were out of that game. Okay. I never felt that we never. were stressed. Absolutely. When do you say we were out? No, I'm just saying, you never felt stressed like that. You felt I, good. I, I felt I felt that okay. the Cowboys had this game within reach at all Every single time. time. At, well, all, at all times. Okay. They never ran away. They never ran away. I told you the only problems I had were those long drives. Okay. I needed to get them off the field. Those were uh, the only issues I had. Nick, can we go to the picture, please? Can we, can we go to the picture? Hit it. No, no, Does that look nervous? No, I'm see. looking at the game. You look at your bike. I'm watching the game. Your bike is nailed. I didn't joke. No, I didn't joke over here. Every time I'm studying, I'm studying. That's how I study. Don't yeah. stop biting your nails. I said, joke. I ain't biting my nails. I'm studying. Because this is late in the game. See, this is, and I thought, look, Michael, and I thought you were, you know, I thought she was up on this. But here, here's what I would say. You talk about there are only two games back. I should have won that game, two dog. and a half games oh. back, man. They're not two. they two and a half games back. Oh. Well, I would say, though, that you and Skip, oh, yes, sure the Philadelphia game. Eagles have a little bit of a gauntlet schedule coming up Ooh. because they got Kansas City, Buffalo, you know, San Francisco, who beat you guys down. Ooh. They got Dallas and Seattle. But here's what I would say about y'all. At Seattle. Y'all got Washington, Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit. You've lost to two teams this year in San Francisco and Philadelphia, two of the best teams right. that you played. Right. Everybody else, y'all walking over cake, walking, beating, all those sort of things. Yep. Now the real stuff happens. Y'all lose no matter how you lost. You can blame Ferguson on not cleaning the pickup the proper way. You can say Dak Prescott had a size 17 on instead of his true size of a 14 or whatever you want to say. You can say he, he should have scored the two-point conversion. You can go through all of those things. The bottom line is you lost the game, man. Uh, L is a L is a L. Skip, you gave me numbers on the defensive side of the ball, or, or better yet, offensively, 163 yards in the, in fourth, the fourth quarter, quarter alone to, to their 14. Philadelphia. But you still lost. Wait, 14 you didn't first score downs enough in the fourth points. quarter to zero for Philadelphia. It doesn't matter. Our defense held them you to zero first downs in the fourth quarter. And guess quarter. what they did? They found your weak link at the end of the game twice, not once, but twice at the end of the game. Your right tackle that you just paid money to whiffed. And Rashad, uh, Hassan Reddick enjoyed him throughout the day eating his lunch. And then he finally got to the dessert when he sacked Dak Prescott at the end. I don't care about the numbers, man. This is why I get on y'all ass so much because you're delusional. And, and Rather than say we played a good game, we right. are having an opportunity uh -huh. to see them again. You start telling me about numbers and what you did, and it doesn't matter. You lost. We're not just wait, wait, wait. We're not just playing games to play games. We're playing games to get, gather information for our destination on where we're trying to Thank go. You. So you gonna are you joking? Game, so you gonna put a game to gather information? To try to find, yeah, what do we need to do to where we need to go? So what you, do we need to fix? What do we got? 
what do we got to get better at? That's why we're how playing many these games, games. How many games you going to keep playing and losing the top teams to gather information mm-hmm. to beat them? You done lost to San Francisco three straight times. You have now lost in a pivotal divisional game that puts you two and a half games back in Philadelphia, whether you play them in a couple weeks or not. You are behind the sticks, Skip. You are behind the sticks. Keyshawn, which team looked better to you? G- g- tell, the, we need the God's right, truth right, from right, you. Right. Which team looked better in the end yesterday? Philadelphia. No, no, Dallas did. Dallas, How? The, the big takeaway, How? you step back from that game. The quarterback say, looked Cowboys, great. Phenomenal. Cowboys are just better than the Eagles. How? How? I just gave you all you the You lost. You went up and down the field. We got when it. they needed to hit Devontae Smith for a six-pack, Okay. They cashed in. We went yep. 71 yep. yards in 13 plays and got zero points. We That's had it first and 10 at the 31 and got zero points. We had it first and five at the six-yard line and got zero points. If we cash any of those, if we have the foresight to take field goal, right. field goal, right. we win the game. We win the game. But now you're telling me, as I, I told you, I sat next to Michael Irvin, as Michael liked to say, and told him, Hey, Michael, you should take the three. No, Michael told me, oh, no, we ain't taking no three. We're going to score a touchdown. Here we go. And I told him after, I said, Mike, you want that three? Hey, we probably should have took that three. Right? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, it, it, well, everybody's eyesight is perfect mm-hmm. when we yep. recollect, when, when, when we look back. You was, you, you, first of all, I right. say take the three right. because you've been a dismo this season right. in the red zone, and, and that's the only thing you've been doing and, really for the and, most and, part. And, and when I see, when I watch games, I, I understand just what you just said. So I'm looking at certain plays down the red zone to find out why they failed or why they didn't work to optimal levels. You talk about that play. If we can show that play again where Dak steps out of bounds, you know, you, you, you look on, um, on the left side of Dak when he's trying to get, get, get in that two-point conversion. You look on the left side of Dak. Watch C.D. Lamb wide open on that return. See what I mean? But the, the guard breaks... And the, and the guy gets through the guard. So D- Dak's ready to turn over there and throw that ball to CeeDee Lamb, but now he has to end up running it because there's a breakdown right there in the left line, uh, offensive line. You see that? Now, 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 uh, I'm saying I watch this kind of thing. You watch this kind of thing. That's what we watch it for. We study it and say, okay, we see what we failed this time. Had this guy made that block, CD Lamb up top on that return, you, you that's that, an easy throw, touchdown. If you throw that return route, if you throw that return oh, route, on, you know what I know. If you throw that's that return right, six, that's not. If it's, if it's late. If it's oh, my God. God. I didn't even say if pick six. You I know did because you knew. Throw, if, if he throws it late. But... That, that, that right there, I'm telling you what, what we're going to go back and study. We're going to find out why we have these breakdowns oh, okay. in the red zone. And I'm saying okay. that's an easy fix. you got to score that up, and that's a touchdown. Skip, I, I just can't with y'all. I'm sorry. All right, let me show you. Well, Speaking of eyesight, I questioned the referee's eyesight yesterday. I questioned their hearts and their guts because they got completely intimidated yeah. by the Philly crowd. I understand. They crumbled I understand. under I've the been onslaught skip. of the Philly crowd. It's an intimidating crowd, Skip. You're right. So they scared to hey. call the right thing because of the crowd. Yeah, Can I show yeah, you yeah, a sometimes. deep throw to CD the Beast Slam? <laughs> Can I show you this? 11:23 left in the third quarter. This is pass interference all day and all night on big play slay. He's grabbing his left arm. He's holding him. CD looks back like CD sticks his come arm on, on his on, chest. That's on. why he's he pulled it. Grabbing his, yeah. grabbing his, yeah, he's grabbing his around like without he's grabbing his he was doing, That's right, Skip. He was doing the Dion. Dion won't even allow me to talk about it. He was doing the pulling. The pulling, the pulling thing. the guts. If you stick it. No, no, no. You over there playing hand fight, chicken fight. You can't be doing that, Skip. If that was Keyshawn and he did that right there, he would go. He would be going off right going now. Going crazy. No, but I wouldn't. But but crazy. but I know when you yank me, 
I'm going to fall down. I'm going to act. I, I'm, I know what to do. So uh, that's just the reality right, of now, it. Now let's flip it around. Let's see a throw that Stephon Gilmore has called on pass interference. This is 312. Oh, oh, left oh, third. oh, come on now. Deep come on, come on. AJ. Speak on it. Okay. Hey. Okay, here it is. I want to see what's, what you're okay. going to say to Skip there. Uh, well, well I, I don't see anything. How can you throw a flag on that? Right you there. You can't anything. touch him. He's he beyond five yards. He was beyond and he impeded him. He was trying to five. You cannot touch him beyond five yards. He's a tiny chuck at five yards. A tiny chuck. Okay. Skip, don't let him mess with you. Can you look at me? After this play and yeah, said, oh, okay, y'all, they got you there. They got yeah. you. looked at me after this play and said they got you. Don't right. you come on this TV and try to come out the skill. Don't you even Truth. try. Truth. They said, hey, he looked at me and said, Mike, Truth. yeah, we, we got you right there. We got I'm going to tell them Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes, here. the That's truth the will set you free, Keyshawn, because the truth just came out. Are we right? Yes. I, it it could have gone yeah. either way. <laughs> either way. Now, I got to show you one last one. This is first and 10 at the 31 with 247 left. And Michael Gallup tries to get off the line of scrimmage, mm. and Bradbury just jacks him right in the mm. face mask. Just jacks him in the face mask. Mm. We have this one? Yes. He jacks him right in the face mask. Yes. Okay. And then no, it no, turns out to be no. a sack. We, but you, we, need the, we need the focus. Here we right go. here. Bam. Oh, right? Yeah, bam. That should be handsome. That should be handsome. They throw a flag, the and they pick it up. And what did I turn to you and say, Michael? What did I turn to you and say? Hands to the face there, but your right tackle was hands to the face, too. On that same exact play. Okay. I You're thought. not showing that because you didn't zoom in. Okay. This is an easier. But the television copy I, shows this steal, jams whoever that was to the face. Wait, I thought it was Brain and Graham jamming him. No, no, no. He no? had been in the face. They missed that one. Yeah, yeah. They missed they, them they both. Did. They, they missed so them it both. balanced itself okay. out. But, but that, no, I don't pay him How can you pick it up? What you mean it doesn't it's balance broad it out? daylight. It, it, what, what are you talking about? Key, key, key. The, the, no, he should have no, got no, that. No, 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 no. Go, go, go you, back to the beginning of the play. There's a referee standing. Yes. Right? There's two next of them. To Michael Gallup. One Michael Gallup. Right one next to Michael Gallup. One in front. Watch his head peeking. See the head peeking? Okay. Right there. Now, now, to go talk about what you see in a tackle, you got to go through both of those other players. You, how can you miss this right in okay. front of he, he missed it. That's your first so, sight. So he that that referee's first job is threw to, the flag. to make sure he's lined up. And, and, they, and they picked it up because it was offsetting. One on y'all tackle. Well, one that's on not what they said. But that's okay. They don't need to say it. But what you sit here, you and Michael sit here and telling me is y'all hoping and praying for okay. things to happen uh, in games so y'all can win. Okay, now I got to ask you two. What's happening? Yeah, you two X-star receivers. The last play of the game, it turns into a fumble. That doesn't bother me. But the last throw to CD at about the five-yard line, I want to get your two takes on this play. This is the last gasp. I want to see what you thought. What's what's a better way to do this? What's the idea? I, I'm going I'm going deeper into the end zone. Absolutely. Me personally, absolutely. Me personally, Mike I'll Irvin. go deeper in the end zone because I'm a bigger receiver, and it's going to be a bang bang play. I'm gonna probably hope that he throws it a little high for me to jump absolutely. up and body it. Uh, but that's you know I don't know what CD was thinking. I don't know what they were thinking. I'm just telling what I would have done. Okay, and, and let's look at this, guys. They don't have any guy six four like you. Keith. No, that's six, what I said. Six, yeah, three yeah. Like me. They, 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 they are more speed guys, so they're trying to say, okay, let's run everybody, and we can catch a late one and, and cross, cross, yeah. cross and get in the end zone. Yeah. I, I, I can understand it. I can dig it. 
The issue is, what are we doing this far back when you had first and goal five? <laughs> yeah. That's the whole well, started, You know, yeah. we're trying first to find goal. out. We're trying to fix that. We're trying to fix this issue. This issue will be fixed if we didn't have the situation that got us way back here in the first place. That, that's the problem. Well, they you had a false start. You had a yeah, sack yeah, yeah, of incompletion. Yeah, 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 a delay a game did another game. completion. Thank you. Yeah. Incompletion. All right, so on the last play, I had a split second of mm. hope that maybe Tony Pollard was trailing the play and you're going to do the old right, hook right, up and right. lateral to him and let him try to score, but there was no plan. There what, what, makes it, what makes that know. so hard? What makes that so hard? You got three or four guys rushing. That means you got seven guys literally in the end zone. Yeah, like literally in the rushing. end zone. A little deeper, though, Mike. Yeah, just yeah. a little deeper. Hey, last before you get out of here, Skip, I want to see that picture four. again of Michael. You're I just, I just want to see. It's a, such a fabulous picture of it's Michael poignant. yesterday. Man, get out of here, No, I just want to see it. I just want to see it before we leave. That just, oh, my God, that is so great. Look at him. Oh, look at him. I ain't joking right now, dude, man. Dude, like, dude hey, nails hey, down to the cuticles like, yeah. now. He done bit him off so much. Hey. Boy, oh, man, we were right there, buddy. We were right there. That was good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and it gave me peace to understand if we have to come past this mountain again, we, we can pass this mountain again. Honestly, honestly. That, that's even you, I, I, right. I'll say this. Uh, oh, oh, my. Oh, little hill. You're, right. you're, you're, you're still in it till you're not in it, Michael. Right. You're still yeah. in it till you're All not in right. it. Okay, enough of that for the moment. Mm. Up next, what an historic debut for Antonio Pierce. That's next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk this. Let's talk this. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Now it is your turn. You can reach us with your thoughts, pro or con, hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Tito. Keyshawn and Richard going to work this morning like. Yeah, they're. <laughs> what are they looking like? They had their day, but it's only one day. Right. Yeah. Next tweet is from Michael Stewart. The tissue aisle in Dallas is empty. Tissue aisle. Uh, oh, God, come on. I like that. <laughs> Fair enough. And finally, from Ish, let spin begin. Little three card Monty. Mm-hmm. No, we're not spinning. We're spitting facts. That's all we're doing. Oh, God. Yeah. Nothing but reality, buddy. That's yeah. all. That's all, right. all. Don't let him get it. Okay, back to business. What a debut for Antonio Pierce as the interim head coach of the Raiders. Raiders 30, Giants 6. Here's what Antonio had to say afterward. Butterflies. I've had it three times uh, as a professional. My first game in the NFL in the Super Bowl. And then my first game as a head coach. <laughs> um, that was special. But the other part that was special is the history that we made today. Black president, female, black general manager, Champ Kelly, and then obviously myself. Um, don't take that for granted. Uh, again, humbled by the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Michael Irvin, your thoughts on what this meant? I, I, we, we often sit around and talk about what that locker room is like. And, and the one thing you hear all the time is how pure a locker room is. We don't care about color, where you came from, whatever. Can you help us win? And are you going to give all you got every time you step on the football field? And are you going to be yourself? And that last part is where I will focus on because we get coaches coming in this league. And the number one thing I tell everybody is 
Whoever you are, show that when you walk in the locker room. Don't come and try to be anybody else because they will recognize it. Don't come and try to pretend to know it all because they will recognize it. What you just saw Antonio Pierce speak on will show you, will tell you a little peek of why he will be successful. First of all, he's been in the trenches, so you're going to respect that. Antonio Pierce wasn't the highest draft choice, and he ended up in the highest place in a Super Bowl, winning a championship, leading his defense. He was the leader of that defense. I know I spent a lot of time with him earlier, early on when I retired and I was going to New York. He and I used to hang out and grab some dinner every time I came to New York. That's why I'm so happy for him. We talked about it. He was just starting to get into coaching then. He was just starting to get into coaching. He was telling me about his dreams. And yesterday I watched him take that podium. And when he took that podium, what you just heard, what did he do? He talked about raising up other people. He talked about the moment. Yeah, it was great for me, but what it was really great for is all of these other, when you're all of these other things that are happening, when you're a head coach, that's what you have to be about. I tell people all the time, great leadership is not about dominion over everybody. It's truly about servitude to everybody. Your job is to get the best out of everybody. So what do you have to do? You have to spend the time to get to understand everybody so you know what button to flip when it's time to flip to get them going. That's what Antonio Pierce will do. And he first shows you that he cares about everybody by mentioning them in his big moment. Football players recognize that. And they say, I want to play for a guy like this. The number one thing I saw when I saw that football team, when you put up 24 points in the first half, more points than you scored in most of the games that you played in all game, I said, wow. I don't know if Josh McDaniel will ever get another head coaching job. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be real with you. I looked at Key and said, Josh McDaniel would never get another head coaching job because you can see the difference in effort right there. Yep. Just that effort. And then you see the guy celebrating, smoking cigars. Y'all ain't in first place. Y'all ain't win nothing. But they're saying, yes, we did. We just won our freedom. We just won an opportunity to play like we want to play. And we just won our head coach. That's why they played that way. And I'm telling Mark Davis, don't make the same mistake. Your team spoke one time and you did not listen. Your team is speaking again. I'm telling you this time, lend a ear. Mm. Okay, Richard, you're from, go, go ahead. You're from Compton, California, just like Antonio is. Speak on that, please. Well, it's just a respect factor. It's a love and a respect and it's a regard factor. You can see it from the first day they announced it. Max Crosby took, took, a, took it out, out on his own to record on his phone and say, hey, Raider Nation, be prepared. It's going to be a lot different. How excited yeah. he was, how ecstatic he was. And then it translated to the field. He had three sacks in the game. Yeah. He had three sacks in the game. He played like a defensive player of the year. He's out there up minutes. When you look at the post-game speech that he gave in the locker room. You watch just Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is hanging on his every word. You can just see the respect and appreciation they have for this man. And it is, it should say something about the way Josh McDaniels was. So every coach, every team that's looking to hire him needs to just watch this tape. This team hated him. The players hated him. They, this is like ding dong, the witch is gone. That is like, correct. They changed their whole attitude, their effort, their demeanor, their yep. approach to the game. How hard they play changed when nothing else changed but the head coach. The rest of the staff is still in place. The, 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 
The game plans are still pretty much the same. The playbook is the same. The thing that changed was the head coach. And this is a testament. Stop hiring these head coaches based off offensive schemes. And he is a genius. If he played, if he played, he had his success. And Tom Brady was there. That should be an asterisk. That should be an asterisk. It's going to be different. Watch how he was with Tom Brady and without Tom Brady. If a guy that you're trying to hire, we're talking about the Joe Judges of the world, the, I mean, the, the Matt Patricias of the world, if their success was connected to a time Tom Brady was the quarterback of their team, then it should have an asterisk. You should be very careful hiring these people. Now, you inject Pierce into this, and you just see – when he's going up to players, how they're looking yeah. at him, how right. they're embracing him, how they appreciate him. Those are guys that are probably ready to run through a wall for that man, and that matters in this game. It doesn't yeah. matter in a game where you're obviously a better team than the New York Giants, but it'll matter later on. That's why they smoke a cigars, playmaker. They smoke a cigars because they know this is about to be different. The talent that we have on this team is finally going to be able to showcase itself instead of us play underwhelming week in and week out defensively. They, they held the team. I mean, it looked like it was going to be a shutout for a while. It looked like it was going to be a zero. He was going to hold them to zero points. And then they gave up a little bit at the end. But I think this is a cool testament to, to how things can change and how great an uh, impact a head coach can have outside of just the X's and O's. And, and, and it tells the owners, listen, let me tell you something. It, it's like, stop trying to hire people that connects with you. Hire people that connect with the locker room because mm. it, it, you don't have to lead the suits. You got to lead the uniforms. You guys in the front office, I call those suits. The guys in the locker room, I call them the uniforms. Hire the people that know how to lead the uniforms. Antonio Pierce know how to lead the uniforms. Stop hiring people that can hang out with the suits. So, like Michael, I work closely with Antonio Pierce at ESPN. I got to know him very well. I have nothing but the, the highest regard for him because he's real. He's real. He, he is exactly real. what he appears to be. There, there's no song and dance to him. When he spoke, I listened. It was a beautiful thing to watch yesterday. A team play happy football. A yeah. team play free a team play for the head coach instead of in spite of the head coach the way they've been playing. They threw their rookie quarterback into the fire, Aiden O'Connell, the fourth-round pick out of Purdue, and they just said, you know what, let's just go do this. And they did a 30-6 to number on the Giants. Now next, is it Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday night they got the Jets who are going to come in about a point-and-a-half favored over them. But I, I like where this team is heading. I think he made a statement yesterday as the leader of this team, and, and then they made an historical statement, as he pointed out, after the game. And I, I think he's got a great chance to keep this job going forward mm -hmm. as the permanent head coach. And it, to Michael's point, they made one mistake, did Mark Davis with Rich Passaccia, right. who the right. players all wanted. Well, right. don't do it again. Here we go again. And this just feels like it could go places. Yeah, and, and it's so right for Raider Nation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he, 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 he'll tell you there were, there were people with Raider jerseys on right there, and they, and, and they were all tensed in and looking, and, and we kept looking and saying, hey, you guys going to be okay now. Don't worry. Yeah. You got a good one now. Only because, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it, it, you know players when you meet players and you see them in the locker room and how they are. There's a reason Antonio Pierce was a, was a leader in New York on that team. This is New York. This is the big team, big lights. 
Antonio Pierce was the leader yeah. because he knows how to move around the locker room. He knows yeah. how to pull the best out of those guys. And, and, and it's just an incredible thing to watch. It really is an incredible thing. I was so happy for him. Kia, that's all we talked about. Man, what a great job because I was there when he first started talking about it. I'm telling you, it's an incredible journey. I'm just, I'm just thankful that I saw it and then saw that yesterday. Yeah, and Richard, back to you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just excited yeah. for these players. Yeah. I'm excited for these players because they're led by men they respect, a man they have regard for, a man they want to go out there and play for. They come into work with a different attitude. And that was the, the thing that you, the overarching theme that when you hear your coaches talk about it, the players, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about that big meeting that they had where everybody right. just oh, went right, in and right. said their piece right. uh, about Josh McDaniel. Yeah. Like, that is that should tell you everything you need to know. If all these people have so much bad to say about this man, it, it's a reason why he's not having that success. And you sign him for a six-year deal, again, to Irv's point, that was a phenomenal point. These owners, that's why they say Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a job right, because right. he's not connecting with right. these owners in this way. He's not connecting right. with the owners in a way that you – but I don't give a dang because we're not playing with the owners. Right. I'm not going out there and trying to motivate these owners to go out there and win a ball game. And if you keep hiring people like that, you're going to keep having losing seasons and losing organizations because you're not doing it – you're not actually – Worried about the product on the field. You're worried about when I got to go to dinner and I got my country club buddies and I want my head coach to come to dinner and we want to chop it up and he doesn't drink the same beer as I or ha has the same wine uh, connoisseur and taste that I do. I don't care about none of that. I don't care if Antonio Pierce gives great speeches or not. Can he win football games? Can he get these men where we need to go? And he can. And, and, and to this, before we move on, I, you know, because, of course, I work on other shows and, and, and we reported on the other show about that meeting. You know, they reported after that meeting, honestly, they said, and, and this was Ian and the guys that they reported, they said that meeting broke Josh McDaniels. Yeah. It broke him. They said after that, he, 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 he I don't know, he kind of dazed out in the middle of the game, was not calling the plays, was not, he didn't seem engaged. So, so everybody got on him so hard that it, it, it broke him. And, 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 and they had to make a decision. Now, that, that, that blew my mind, you know what I mean? Because if you're going to walk in acting like you don't care, then you got to, why do you care if you don't care? But the reality is, then that wasn't you. You were trying to pretend to not care and be somebody you are not. And then when you got something, mm. you weren't prepared to have it. And, 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 and that's the sad part about it. And, and the whole moral to the story is, especially in a locker room, you better be pure or you're going to get found out. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. Final beautiful point about Antonio Pierce. He was born in Compton as a Raider fan when they were the right. L.A. Raiders. He, and he Raider. said the other day, I, I was literally born to be part of this because I grew up the biggest Raider fan. I, I love that. Yeah. Love this story. And we're all rooting for you, Antonio. Look forward to talking to you here on this show sometime soon. Up oh, yeah, next, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. We are. We are. Up I'm next, we're about to debate Mahomes versus Tua. What happened? I'm going to get him, Tony. Here, see you. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. The Chiefs led the Dolphins 21 to nothing at halftime, but the Dolphins pretty much dominated the second half and did have it first and 10 at the Chiefs 31 with a chance to force overtime, maybe even go for two if they've been able to score a touchdown. But like the Cowboys, 
Tua's offense went backward, and the Chiefs hung on 21-14. to 14. Michael Irvin, what was your biggest takeaway from this game? And I know you were up very early out here in L.A. Yeah. Watch it. And, 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 and I will be up early next week. And I, I say to myself, that I didn't even mind getting up early this time because the game was so big. I got up at 2 a.m. I was saying, usually. My, at 2 a.m., I'm usually saying, let me get three Fargo Cramps, because they're saying last call. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was waking up. I was going to work at, at 2 a.m. So, so it, was, it was something new. But I knew I was going to see the Miami Dolphins and Tyreek Hill go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I was up. I was ready. I was hyped about that game. The first thing I thought about, because as I go into every game, I want to see the bad boys at wide receiver. Just like I told you about my boy C.D. Lamb, I was looking at Tyreek Hill. It's so funny because McKee and I was talking about this. You know, I noticed early what they were going to do. They, they put Sneed on Hill, and they're going to say, hey, let's fight. Let's fight. That means you're not leaving this line of scrimmage without a fight. And, and, and you saw that wear down on, on Tyreek Hill. And, and Key and I was talking about having those battles where you got a guy in front of you. Now you got a guy back there too, you know. So now you got to fight this guy. Get past him. Then you got to go run the route on that other dude. You fight him. Get past him. Then you got to fight to catch the football. And, I mean, it's a, it's a battle when you do this. And that's what they're putting Tyreek Hill in. They're saying, like a boxer, you're not going to be this fast in the fourth quarter when we beat you up all game like this. And, and, and to some degree, that has been working. And, and, and what happened, I was waiting on Waddle to step up and make some great plays. And Waddle did, but then he went off the field, got hurt and everything, and, and, and went back and forth. I thought it was interesting that, that in this offense, this offense has been so explosive. In the first half of that game, I was looking at Mike Mendaniels, and I thought, wow, this is the first time it looked overwhelming to him. It looked like he was overwhelmed. He was by himself and, and, and things weren't working. Nobody was around him. I said, boy, the genius has stumped. The genius don't know what to do. But then they started figuring things out and started making plays. And I saw an opportunity there for them to win that football game. Now, on the Chiefs' side, I thought it was incredible because Patrick Mahomes is, is basically God playing quarterback. I don't care what you guys say. He's basically God playing quarterback. He, he doesn't have quite the talent. He needs a wide receiver, but he always makes just enough plays to keep them in the game. If you're not going to catch this ball, I'll run and just scoot past this first down. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. I got people all on me, Key, because I said he'll never catch Tom Brady, and, and, and I was saying it in a place where I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed I got cheated out of a Tyreek Hill, uh, uh, Jace Travis Kelsey, and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes. That should have never been broken up. That was the greatest thing I'd ever seen on a football field. Uh, I, I, this side of the greatest show on turf offensively, that should have never been broken up. And, and, and I was disappointed when I watched that game that I didn't see those two together. But... But the Chiefs found a way to win. And Miami got to start finding ways to make win these kind of games. Or you cannot be considered one of the big boys. You have to find a way to win these games. Yeah, I don't consider him one of the big boys. I consider him fun to watch. I consider him dynamic when they are at home and they're throwing the ball all over the lot. But when I look at the three teams that they lost to, Skip, 
What did those three teams do? They disrupted the timing in right. the passing game of Tua. And I've been saying this since Tua became a full-time starter. He gets the ball out quick, like one of the fastest, you know, we've yep. seen in a very long time. Yep. But if I have to make him cock, reload, and look for something else, Absolutely. at that point in time, yep. that defender is in his face. Yep. While they're over there chicken fighting with the defensive backs, like Michael said, you know, you got to – Get off a guy. Then you got to fix your face mask probably. Right, right, right. Then you got to right, run right, the right. route on the other guy. Then I got to break out of my route, hope the ball and the timing is correct while the guy is zeroing down to knock my head off. That's a lot of energy that you are now putting out on the football field. So when I look at the teams that they've lost to, the Buffalo Bills, okay, they negated the passing game to a degree, put hands on the receiver, disrupted the timing. Then in Philadelphia, same thing occurred. Early on, in the first half against this Kansas City Chiefs team, and for the most part, the passing game in the second half, they ran the ball on some big chunk runs in the second half, but nowhere near what you've seen Miami do against the Denver Broncos. Mm. And you go back and you think about the beginning of the season against the Los Angeles Chargers. They had to squeak out a win against them because they were still being disrupted at the line of scrimmage. Now, when you start to say, well, what is Miami in the AFC? Miami is now slipping down. Cincinnati has passed them. Baltimore has passed them. Obviously, Kansas City is up there. Uh, the New York Jets is right there with them. They are now behind the sticks in their own division, where the Jets, you know, depending on what happens tonight, they'll be in first place. Yep. Sole possession of first place. So I think when you, we talk about teams like the Miami Dolphins, they're cute. It's, it looks fun. But let's give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, Skip. Okay, Travis Kelsey, it's not Travis Kelsey from three years ago. It seems like he might be, to a degree, slowing down with that explosiveness that we saw but him have did, right. three years ago, two yeah, but, years but, ago. But Miami did to Travis Kelsey what, was, was, what they were doing it to Tariq Absolutely. Hill. Absolutely, so, so they were beating him up, too, yeah, at the yeah, line They beat him up at the line of scrimmage, not giving him free access. Right. And he's out there, Skip. Patrick Mahomes, he's playing with guys. He's playing with guys. Nah, That's man. the reality of it, and he's doing all this with guys. Time out. I, I, I saw this completely upside down, especially on Travis Kelsey. You're saying he's suddenly slowing down? Well, he has so, been an a, a all-time terror. Right now. Especially when Taylor Swift shows up at his games <laughs> and he is inspired, <laughs> and she did not show up yesterday as far as I know. She didn't show she up in a different game either. Okay, okay, I got it. But that was three catches for 14 yards was his lowest output in five seasons. Yeah. Because he has been destroying this league up until when I say when I say slow down, I'm not talking about he's at the end of his career. I'm talking about slowing down, about being just so guy by itself. It's the weight of it. It's the weight weight of it. You can't do all of that consistently. Miami was the first team all year that just said, you know what? No, we are not going to let right. you have him. We are, you're talking about Tyreek, but this right. was the one where they just said, we'll triple him if we have to because you cannot have him. He had seven yards on a catch. His third catch was in their last drive, and it was a tight end screen in which he started behind the line of scrimmage. Well, it's hard to, it's hard to go defend him behind the line right. of scrimmage, and then he weaved through him for seven yards because he can really run after catch. And those are plays okay. you call when you, when you just want to keep your guy yeah, involved, yeah. Okay. when you want to keep him involved. All right, 
I'm going to point out that in the second half yesterday, Patrick Mahomes went 6 of 11 for a grand total of 38 yards. Yes. So they had him under some wraps right. the way you usually right. cannot control Patrick Mahomes. And I want to show you one play, which was his actual final play. It's third and one at the 19 with 242 left. They got to convert this play to keep the football. And they, they try on third and one, you're going to do that? And, and he's dead, and he just throws it out of bounds. Okay? That, they, they resorted to that. They don't have a tush push. They, right. When in doubt, they're just going to drop back and throw it. And it was probably heading toward 87. I'm, I'm going to bet his number was called yeah, on You that see play. it right here. You yep. see it. He, yep. he, he, he was going to yep. scrape and okay. find a little spot right in the middle. Okay. You see him right here. All right. Watch. Yeah. But in he the past. Looking, and he was looking for 87. You're in, right. In the past, though. He didn't need to buy that type of time. He no. could deliver the football. So that speaks to okay. my point about Kelsey, whether it's double team, triple team, it didn't matter because he was always getting open regardless. It gets open like right. nobody I've ever seen. Okay, so all of a sudden, Tua gets the ball back, and they go Mostert, Mostert for 25 and 19. And all of a sudden, I look up, as did you guys, and, and wait a second. It's first and 10 at the 31. And here we go with the last four plays. If we could see them mm. in order, please. The first throw is as dangerous as it gets because he throws it into the – but he looks back here, and this ball – Oh, no. Look out. Look mm. out. Mm. It got to Mostert's hands, but he couldn't hang on to it. Look mm. out. Here's the second Oof. play, and it's an airmail. And that, that should have been the out route. third play. I don't know what it is. I don't and, know to Cedric Wilson. And he said it was a miscommunication there. The, the last play. Right. That, that snap, by the way, it still hits him in the hand. you got, you got to hang on to it. He's looking to throw it. It's like your quarterback, right. Troy Aikman, hated the shotgun because you, you, you have to look the ball into your hands and you can't watch but the receiver. you also want to see right. the rush. You, and, it's a lot going no, on right, right there. And, and if you it. see right here, you see right here, remember now, right before this play, remember they called the timeout? Right yeah. when, when 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 Kansas City came up and then they they cause they were going to play off Kansas City yeah. was going to play off and then they called the timeout and coach changed the play yeah. and, he, and so what Tua is looking at is this rush of people coming toward the line of scrimmage he thought they were going to get what they had right before the timeout Absolutely. and now he's saying oh my God here yeah. they come but they had a perfect play on. For that, for, for that blitz, if he would have caught could, that football. Could the Miami Dolphins be like the Dallas Cowboys? If he wait, wait, if he'd have caught that football, there was a receiver running wide open, and he had the whole left side of the field. So all he had to do was catch it and throw it up it. in the air. Okay. He could have run across if, that field if, and scored. Sound like the Cowboys to me. Well, uh, we're just breaking down for the audience. Yeah, I'm just saying. So could they be? Could the Miami Dolphins be a lot like the Cowboys? Maybe. Though? I mean, just just this this. We feel good about them, Skip, at the beginning because they started playing teams. But when you really break down the teams that they play, like the Chargers and the New England Patriots, but they lose to the Bills. Okay. They lose to Kansas City. They beat up on Denver. They play Carolina. They win against. I mean, could, we, could it be Okay, here's the difference. That? Dak is better than Tua. He's much better than Tua because Mike, well, I'm just talking about as a team. I know, but Mike McDaniels has worked miracles with Tua up to this point. And then when you get to those last four plays, when the ball is literally in his hands and he's got to make one big throw to win the game, he's just not good enough. And I have no mm. idea well, that's that. What you that's, said about your quarterback too, though. Okay, okay, but I, mm. I'm, he's way better than this guy. But you he, said he doesn't in do one that. Big play, he okay. can't get right, it done. No, I know, but I'm see, just it's hard for me on Tua. It's hard for me on Tua because these eyes have laid upon Tua doing that. I watched him yeah, come in Alabama yeah. to make that exact well, he, throw he that you were talking it. about. So it's he's hard also to say, done well, it in Tua the pros, too. I, I used to be right. just like you, Skip, on Tua, scratching my head and yep. thinking about, eh, I, I don't know. But he convinced me last year 
when he was playing. I saw him with him. I saw him without him. This year, he's convinced me that he belongs. The thing is, defensively, when you disrupt his timing and his rhythm because you're punching on the receivers and he has to reload, reset his feet, and find the second and third guys, that timing is off. That's how you beat the Miami Dolphins. Right. And, 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 and a little bit, though, I saw just a little bit, and I've been looking for a tour moving around a little bit more. Yesterday, he started saying, okay, okay, first, first option's closed. Usually, you see him just now poof, getting sacked. But I saw him starting to anticipate some of these rushes and move around a little bit better, which he's going to need as they continue okay, to move. Okay, could we go back to the third and 10 at the 31 play to Cedric Wilson, late of the Dallas Cowboys, once one right. of Dak's favorite go-tos in, on right. third and 10. And Cedric Wilson breaks completely free. And I, he, Tua said it was a miscommunication. Right. So is he? Does he think he's going to run an out? I, I don't know. I it, it just looked like the well, ball it, slipped. It, right. what, what it is is it's it's blitz. I'm so sure. they're they're bringing pressure. Yep. So, and he's so over he there playing the man to man. He he's he not the hot. the hot. See, he's the see corner it. sitting at the sticks. Yeah. The corner sitting at the right. sticks. So because I he think, knows you won't have time. I think Tua was thinking he was going to run a slant, yeah. and in the end, not he kept slant. going. Like an out? No, a slant. A slant no, in the no, middle no. of the field. A slant? Yeah, yeah. Because it's he's probably the hot receiver, and I'm only saying this because he's sitting at the sticks on third and ten. Yeah. If he's sitting at the sticks, that's anticipating they're coming with a strong blitz. Now, I got to get rid of the football. He's looking to get rid of it, but when he realizes yeah. that Cedric Wilson throws his hands up <laughs> the X, the in the X, middle of his throw, the, he's caught in the right, middle right. of his throw. The, the only thing is the X is only hot when I get four weeks. Because, you know, X is my side. That, well, that's I don't know single, protection. Single receiver side. If you get four a week, you'll see they won't be able to protect it. Then the X will be yep. hot. I don't know what a hot route is. But, but, but this, this doesn't look like – because he never looked like he was waiting to throw a slant ski. No, no it, look, it, at, look at, the, look at Cedric know. Wilson right there. He gives that – like he's going to run a right, slant. Like, He's looking. You see what I'm saying? Look at him. Like, bam. I thought he looked like he'd run the slant. So it's two just throwing it away? Got caught in the middle of his throw, I believe. That's why he said what he said in the postgame presser is a miscommunication. Rather than say, well, Cedric was supposed to do this, he didn't do it. He just said miscommunication. To me, it looked like it's supposed to be a three route. A three route is third step. You roll out. And 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 it, it, and, it, and it be it's more plausible because I'm gonna catch this ball, step right out of bounds, right? I'll step and catch the ball, step right out of bounds. Now, now, if 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 I may, if I tell the quarterback, hey, listen, he's sitting, I'm a rock step and go, and he didn't hear it, and, and I go and rock, you know, things like that happen sometimes. I'm telling him, listen, I got this guy. This guy's going to be sitting inside. I can rock step, run right by him, and, and, may, and he'll come back. I didn't, I didn't hear you say it, or he forgot. It's just, I like that Tua came out and said it's a miscommunication. Because usually, remember early on, I told you, you, you don't want to come and say, well, who made the mistake there? Just, just it was a miscommunication, and that was it. So, so yeah, that that, that was that situation. Yeah, they behind the eight ball for sure on, yeah. on you know where they where they were at the beginning of the season no. to where they're at now. Just just remember about Tua all year long. He's gotten away with throwing a mm. lot of balloon balls, like mm. puff balls, floaters, where he will anticipate and just right. throw it where he hopes somebody breaks to. And the ball will be gone before the receiver's coming out of his break. Right. They were not on the same. Right. They got their and, bye, and, and they get and, and Antonio Pierce right And, and that's why, Skip, that right yep. there, that lad, that play that he dropped the ball on, yep. I'm telling you, 
that play was set up perfectly because they did yeah. come. And Mike McDaniels wants to anticipated that because that inside slot receiver to the right, he had the whole football field. And, and he was planning on throwing that same throw you just talked about, yes. that lob across the field and let him run right up under to win the game. All right. Back to the Dallas Cowboys oh, next. God. We are about to debate what letter grade Dak deserves, and I am intrigued to hear what these guys mm. have to say about that. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Won't back down. QBR, one of my favorite stats, says Dak Prescott outplayed Jalen Hurts yesterday. Dak's QBR was 73 to Jalen 60. Dak threw for 374 yards, three touchdowns without an interception, while Jalen threw for 209, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. So, Michael Irvin, let's give Dak a letter grade for his performance in what obviously was a 28-23 loss. A loss. Mm. That's the one mm. thing. I, yeah. I, I, when I grade them, I, I give them an A minus. And, right. and, and I'll tell you why I give them an A minus. You talked about the numbers that he put up, you know, and he, he kept us in the game by making some plays and he made some great throws. He did play one of his best games. But the bottom line is the ultimate goal is to win yeah. the football game. Yeah. And there are a few opportunities that you had in there and we didn't get that done. You know, now I also give him an A minus. When, when, when I look at some things, you know, I, the last few years since that guy heard, I said to myself, hmm, he really is a very timid runner. You know what I mean? He, he's a timid because he can run, but he's become a timid yeah, runner. And, 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 and I'm, I'm explaining him. I don't blame him. I mean, when you get that gruesome of yes. an injury, That's when you point. sat there and watch your leg yep. break like that, you know, you understand it takes some time to come back from that. But he's finally back from that. He's finally back. I've been throwing so much love towards that Patrick Mahomes style that Lamar Jackson has picked up, where he's moving around, but he's keeping his eyes up the field to find other players. And, and, and now Dak Prescott, I saw some of that yesterday, and I was very happy with that because now you'll see other players start making plays because those other receivers sometimes are not good enough to get open on the first route. So you got to give them some second and third opportunities. That's what we see Lamar Jackson give. That's what we see the Patrick Mahomes give. We saw Dak Prescott giving that up yesterday. You know, he was buying time and finding players. Dak did a great job yesterday, but ultimately, ultimately, to get an A-plus or solid A, you got to win the game. You got to make those few plays that are in that game to win that game in the yeah. end. And that's where he slumped off from. He missed some wide open people. I know you guys have already shown, you know, uh, some opportunities that he missed. So, so you can't go any higher, I think, than an A minus. He played well, not well enough, but he played well. All right. I agree. I agree. I got to give him the same grade, the A minus. Um, the two point conversion where he stepped out of bounds, I thought he could have cut it up a little earlier. Maybe he took a little bit of contact and, and got in the end zone there. Um, I did see a play where he used his legs. I mean, he got upended by Darius Slay uh, right. on the play, but it, it showed a lot of courage. You know, he, he put his body on the line for his team, and that's what he, he was doing everything he could to win the game. And it was um, the right time, sir. It was the right time to put your body on the line. Usually I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. But that was the right time. 
Right. It was winning time. And he right. had to, everybody got to put it on the line at that time. Um, but but we did have this two-point conversion play where he steps out of bounds. You got to find a way to get it in in that play. Um, you had the play where the ball got downed at the one where he didn't get points, where he could have went backside um, to Brandon Cooks for an even easier throw. Um, but it would have been in the face of pressure. So who knows? Um, but I think he did some really cool things. But even with him playing out playing Jalen Hurts on this particular day, it still wasn't enough to win the ball game. And that's what should concern you guys is that even when you sit there and say it's the Eagles day. No, it was Cowboys day too. Dak played a fantastic football game. He shredded that defense. He moved the ball up and down the field. He made big plays. C.D. Lamb had 11 for 191. The, the, the Eagles defense kept getting kind of banged up. The secondary, Bradbury went out. Slay went out for a time. Um, and, and they were having their way. And you still lost that ball game because your defense didn't get enough stops when they needed them. They started the second half by giving up touchdowns. They gave up 14 points in the third quarter. And that's what you can't have. So you got to say, you got to look at yourself and say, dang, even when Dak, who Skip always is on, like he's the weak link of your team, you said, we only go as far as this defense will take us. That's what you told me. That's what you repeatedly tell me. Well, your defense gave up 28 points, so that's why you lost this ball game. So this... You can't put this one on Dak. You can't put any part of it on Dak. Even a two-point conversion, cool. You could have stepped in. You could have did that. He would have got an A in my book had he got that play. But outside of that, this defense, you got to hold him down. I'm sorry, but I'm going to put it all on Dak in the very end, in the bitter end, and it was a bitter end for me. Dak did everything but win the football game. Everything but. Micah, after the game, said Dak was the ultimate warrior. Nobody was better on the football field. Okay, I give you that to a point. But as I always tell you and I tell Michael, I'm spoiled rotten. From the age of 10, I was a fan of this team. I I know how great Dandy Don Meredith was. I really know how great Roger Staubach was even before Michael's time. But, But trust me, you want to talk about clutch playmaking? I know how great, how Hall of Fame great Troy Aikman was throwing to this man 88. It, it, it's all-time greatness. So, so my bar is way up here. And Dak played, to Michael's point, one of his best games ever because you can't get a whole lot better except for get it in the end zone. They were three out of five in the red zone. And unfortunately, it's just those so two lovable. trips – I look at the fourth quarter. Dak threw for 151 yards in the fourth quarter and scored six points. Dak went up and down the field for 14 first downs in the fourth quarter to zero for Philadelphia. So my defense was doing something right in the fourth quarter. But you have to cash. You have to make one play somewhere. And and it was, listen, 71 yards in 13 plays all the way down to fourth and goal at the one. And we have torn that play apart. But for whatever reason, it didn't get in the end zone. And it starts with the quarterback and the choice that he made. And then we can just tear it all apart again. But then they get the ball first and 10 at the 31, and they get nothing from it. And they get the ball first and five at the six-yard line. And they go so far backward that it's third and 26 at the 27, requiring the pass to the five-yard line to CD that has no hope at the end of the game. Look. He played great, but great, but I just need one more play. So if you ask me to give him a grade on my all-time Cowboys scale of quarterback play, I have to give him a B because it's, it's, this is it. This is your arch rival. This is the team that 
thinks it's better than you. I, again, I, I thought I saw my team being better than this team. But somebody has to make a play, and it has to start with number four. So, so to me, a B is a fair grade for Dak because you go up and down the field in the fourth quarter, and even on the two-point try, I, I, I thought he was home free. Richard thought he was home free. I, I just thought, and, and I'm with Michael, at the last second he flinched a little bit, and I don't, I don't condemn him for it because – he had a career-threatening broken yeah. leg. It was horrendous. I wasn't sure he would come back, and he flinched just a bit. Like, I'm going to flinch, and I'm going to stick my toe out of bounds. Just This is one. It's for the football game. If you lower your head and you get it in the end zone, we might be having a different right, yeah. conversation right now because uh, that's right. two huge points uh, where at the end of the game, all you need to do when you have a first get three points, get the three points, get the six-yard line, right. you just, it's three points. And you win you, the game. And it takes pressure it, off you because you think, hey, if we cash a touchdown here, we're going to win. But we got three in our back pocket. No, you don't have three if you don't get the two. Right. And, and it's so funny because Key, when, 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 at one point, Key was telling me, take yeah. the three, take the three. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm okay with him yeah, going for it. Let me tell you why. It's because what we talked about earlier. They had those long drives. They did. They've had long drives. And I was like, Something. we got to make it right now, take this opportunity right now to go and get it and get it two opportunities at it. So I was, I, I was okay with that. Man, that play right there, that play. And, and as I see that, when, when, when you see it in full speed, I thought Dak did everything yeah. he needed to do yeah. to get to the corner of that end zone. I had to get to that corner. That little, I, I did not see that step out. I thought, man, turn up. You know what I mean? Turn up right here. Take that. When you hit that, your foot, that foot hit that five-yard line, turn up right now and start taking that hit, and he would have driven you out of bounds like Sharon was talking about. But it was that close, that close right there. Now, this too, if we have a running game that's not on that, that's the part okay. that we need to be talking about. All right. <laughs> Talk about it. Because, you know, listen. You, you, we need better out of Tony Pollard do. in that situation. Yep. I talked for years as everybody tried to usher, usher Zeke out the door. I said, stop, mm -hmm. stop ushering him out the door. We need mm -hmm. that power. We need that power in the goal line. Now, you got first and five on five. Let's see this power. We got four downs to go get five yards you because did. that's what the game would have been. No, that's you, it, it, and right. we just didn't have the ability to do that. Okay, but and who, it cost who jumped off or not jumped off, uh, who false started? Tyler Smith. Yep. What was his MO at Tulsa? Yep. Yep. He, he yep. led the nation in penalties in part holding, because he got a lot holding, of personal foul. But, 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 but he's, yeah, but but again, he is a penalty maker. That's right. just what he does. And, and yeah, that was but, but <clears throat> to Michael's point. You got to get better out of Tony Pollard. You do. <clears throat> I told you it would be different, Skip. Right. Yeah. I told you when he's the main back, you would not get the same production out of him as you did when he was not the main back because that's how it goes. That's why he wasn't the main back. It's very hard to wear right. that crown the whole game. It's right. very hard. It, it takes a different kind of animal. Okay. Uh, you're you right, you right, sure. Because one time he did hit that hole and he reminded me of Zeke. Did you see that one time? I, mean, he was, I said, oh, that looked like Zeke. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. was straight up the field right now. I'm not looking for any cuts. And I said, that's the kind of running you have to do, especially on the goal line. But yeah. those flash right. runners like that, they don't hit a hole. They look for they holes that get outside, yeah. and, and, and it hurts you down there to go. By, by and, the way. And, 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 yeah. these, and these criticisms that you got for Dak, talking about all these quarterbacks who played before, it was a different day and age. And if we go back and look at their stats, they probably aren't as very, as impressive as you think they are, Skip. It's, it was just a different game back then. They, people ran the ball more. The people, people did a lot different things with the quarterback. Quarterbacks weren't 
criticized that they like they are now. They didn't have all these social media people with access to the All-22 film. And I keep hearing people talk about these guys from back in the day and how they were so much better. If you show me that All-22 and people had consistent access to it, you would show see these same mistakes being made. But when you don't have access to it, you can only sit here and speculate based off the good things that you've seen. And so okay, that's what's I, frustrating because this day and age, people are over-analyzed and then you sit there and say, well, if he would have did this better, he did this better. Man, back in the day, Troy Aikman did this. I'm sure Troy Aikman made mistakes. Well, well, sure he did, but he won three Super Bowls. And Roger oh, Staubach right. made mistakes because he could stink it up for he three had, quarters. And he, then he had just three take Hall, the Hall of Famers there. He, yeah, okay, but he won two Super Bowls. So, I, I don't know. It's just apples to oranges. So, did they have Hall of Famers on their team, Skip? Yeah, but, did, but, did they have yeah, multiple but, Hall of Famers? They, but they didn't start. We, we, we didn't start that. We grew that and raised that all together. Because I'm always amazed when people say that. You guys have one of the greatest offensive lines. No, no, no. Those guys were all undrafted, say late-round draft picks. And they were about to be cut. Until Emmett came, you see, what, when Emmett came, he fixed yeah. all of that. It, it, so, 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 yeah, yeah, they became Hall of Famers, and you became that as you went along. But, but let me tell you something. Right now, Dallas, they, they have enough. They have enough. You, you see breakdowns in certain places that you have to sure up. You talked about it. Tyler Smith jumping offside. That, that play where, where C.D. Lamb's wide open on the return, but the, 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 the player get past the guard, then Dak has to break out and run. Little things. Uh, Ferguson, make sure you come flatter to make that DB bubble. This is why you go over plays all the time to make sure you clean these things up. And Dallas have to clean these little things up if they're going to win a big championship because that's the separation between the good and great teams. Yeah. And, Richard, I, I got to defend my man, Roger Staubach, because you, you, I know it's way before your time, but just look him up today. Look, right. look at some of the things he pulled off. He was captain. I'm going to look at the numbers. I'm going to look at the numbers, and I'm going to compare them to the numbers nowadays. And if they don't compute, skip, I'm going to make a segment about that. Look at the wins. Look at the playoff No, I'm going to look at the numbers. I'm going to look at his his passing yards, his touchdowns. I'm going to look at how elite he was, Skip, because if the numbers aren't numbering, if he got – you know, seven interceptions and 15 touchdowns so, on the season, I'm not going to be impressed. Are you saying he's a fraudulent Hall of Famer? <laughs> no, I'm saying he's a Hall of Famer, but I'm saying he played at a different time where people were overanalyzed like they are now. Okay. If we looked at his All-22, there were times Montana, the all-time great, had rough stretches. Had rough stretches. And there will be people nowadays, if they saw it. him in that stretch, saying he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Right. He's a Hall of Famer, all-time okay. great. He just wasn't analyzed like they are now. But, okay. sure, sure, one last thing, sure. Let me, let me sure, numbers, I, I, I know they had a show that says numbers never lie, but that, that is a lie. Numbers do lie. And, and when you're watching these games, what Skip is talking about, Sherm, is rising above the numbers. Yep. Rising above the play that's called. Rising above it all and winning the game. That's where he gets Captain Comeback. When you go and watch film, you go watch those all 22. Now, you can look at numbers of other people, but you need to go watch all 22 of Roger because Roger, Roger did the things that, that didn't make any sense. How did that happen? How did he make that comeback? And that's what you're looking for in greatness. I'm looking for greatness. Tom Brady that don't make any sense. Are you joking? Are you serious? It doesn't make any sense for that body to have that many championships. That's what greatness <laughs> is. It doesn't look like it to you, but it shows up. And, and, and that's what we need to see sometimes out of that. Just rise above Got the it. numbers and do something great.
All right, up next, we're going to talk about the, you, you could argue, the two hottest teams. Bigger threat to win the AFC right now, Ravens oh. or Bengals? Oh, that's a good one right there. That's a good one. The Ravens annihilated another NFC contender yesterday in Baltimore. Two weeks ago was Detroit. Yesterday, Seattle fell victim to the Ravens' onslaught, especially on the ground. Meanwhile, the Bengals convincingly beat the 49ers last week at San Francisco, of course, then last night beat the Bills 24-18 at home. So, Richard Sherman, which AFC North team is looking like the bigger threat to win the AFC? Well, both of them look great, Skip. I can't, I can't lie to you. Watching the Bengals against the San Francisco 49ers, Joe Burrow was flawless in that game. Uh, the only had four incompletions. Uh, this game, he lost Jamar Chase for a while. Steele was getting yep. the ball to T. Higgins, to Tyler Boyd. Um, I, 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 it, it, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a hard one, but I'm a defensive guy, so I'm yep. going to go with great defense. And, and the, the Ravens are playing really great defense. They're getting to the, they're getting to the quarterback. It's not pressures. It's not oh, almost quarterback hits. It's sacks. They got 35 sacks on the season, and they're getting it from a plethora of guys. They yeah. have a great rotation, a strong rotation. In the back end, they're playing. Geno Stone is leading the league in interceptions and could have had another one, could have had a two-interception game against Seattle. He dropped one in the back of the end zone. So I got to give it to them. Uh, Humphreys is playing really good football, consistent, one of the best corners always in National Football League. And I always trust defense overall. I think defense wins championship. And yeah. if you can get to the quarterback consistently with a lot of different guys, you're going to be a tough team to beat. And they're doing it at a historic pace. Um, they, they've given up single-digit touchdowns. Skip, they haven't given up 10 touchdowns on the season yet. No. And we're, we're in week, what, 10? And they haven't given up 10 touchdowns? you got to give those guys a ton of credit. What's your initial question there, Skip? Which of these two is the bigger threat to win the AFC out of the AFC? Baltimore. I, I'm going to say Baltimore yeah. as well. I, I look at Baltimore, I look at it a couple of different ways. Cincinnati has shown the ability to go on the road and win, whether it's in Kansas City when they, they went to the Super Bowl or this year in yeah. San Francisco, for that matter. They've shown that they can do that. Baltimore, though, is giving you so many different looks on the offensive side of the ball. Lamar Jackson can run. He can throw. they starting to involve OBJ a lot now. They did. I mean, when you just start to look at this team, Todd Munkin has come in and given them exactly what they wanted on the offensive side of the ball. Yep. Even defensively, they're playing lights-out football. You would have thought with some of the bigger names that they've had over the last several years have departed their secondary, have departed the line of scrimmage game. You say to yourself, well, Baltimore, their defense is going to struggle a little bit. Well, that's not the case. And then when I look at the schedule, it's in their favor when I look at their schedule down the stretch. When I go to Baltimore and I'm thinking about they're playing Cleveland at home. It's Cleveland. I don't know what that really truly is. They get the Raiders. With the Raiders and with a new head coach that I love in AP, but it's still a situation yeah. where Baltimore is a better football team, yeah. right? Then they get the Chargers, which are the Rams. Jacksonville is still a tough one. I don't know what the 49ers and the Miami Dolphins at the end of the season are really going to be. Or the 49ers going to turn things around and have us going, okay, this is a team that we saw at the beginning of the year. Same thing with Miami. They're going to turn things around. Yeah. And so when you start to look at that, you say to yourself, this schedule is in their favorite. And then they get home field advantage throughout the playoffs if they – win their division, they're going to probably win their division with 
a few losses, which means they're going to get home field advantage throughout, and to go in Baltimore and play in late January in that weather, that, 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 that's going to be a tough out. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, the same thing, but I just think Cincinnati has a tougher challenge yep. down the stretch mm-hmm. to finish to be able to come out of the AFC. Yeah. I'm with Richard on this. This is a tough, tricky call for me because when you talk about the Bengals, if you have Joe Burrow, you have a chance in every game because he's just that good and he's clearly back healthy and he's clearly back at the very top of his game. And when you have those three receivers, it's just difficult to stop them. But I'm with Richard about defense because while Cincinnati has a playmaking defense, Baltimore has an overpowering, overwhelming, overarching defense that can just annihilate as it did to Seattle. And, Richard, you like the Seahawks pretty much. I mean, you, you think they're pretty good. Yeah, yes, yes. I thought, they, I thought they had a chance to win Dallas. that game. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So they go in there, and I'm looking at the final numbers, and I'm saying, wait a second. Baltimore had 29 first downs to six for Seattle. Seattle went one of 12 on third, one of 12 on third down and 0 of one on fourth down. And the final yards are 515 to 151. To 151. What? And Lamar is now leading the NFL in completion percentage. Try that one on for size. And every time I look up, they find another back like the kid they found undrafted out of East Carolina yesterday. That Mitchell kid, he touches it nine times. It goes for 138 yards. And I'm saying, where, where did you find him? He's, right. he's like 5'8", 186, and ran 4'3", 7". Well, nobody drafted it. I don't know why, but they, they tend to find – it's like an assembly line of backs for them. Every time I look up, there's another one. And they're pretty good, and they're pretty good, and they're, they're pretty great. So I, I don't know what's not to like. So I, I do also have to give a slight edge to Baltimore. But maybe it's because I picked him to win it all before the year. Keyshawn had him going to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're still hanging in but with your nepotism yeah. pick, right? Well, I mean, the thing, yeah. the thing that they do well, Skip, yeah. is the thing that, that has been championship football since this game was in minute. You got the run game. Yeah. And you got a great defense. You the do. rest of it can fluctuate. You know, the pass game can fluctuate sometimes. But if you got a great defense in a run game, you have a championship formula. They ran for almost 300 yards against Seattle. Seattle was top five coming into this game, top six in rush defense. And they hung up almost 300 on them. I, I, it, look, I was just as bamboozled and, and, and frazzled as anybody else because I did not expect them to run for almost 300 after, you know, they've lost backs this season. They've had injuries uh, in the backfield. And like you said, they just keep producing guys <laughs> that can get the job done. As I always say, you can be very efficient when you have numbers in the passing game like Lamar had yesterday. Yep. Don't turn the football over, nope. and you run the ball the way that they did, and you play defense, you're going to win a whole lot of games. <laughs> you're win a whole league. lot of games. Yeah, everybody seems to think that you got to airmail it everywhere to win. That's not you, – you, no, that's not true, and it'll never be true. Okay, and to your point, Zay Flowers yesterday caught one ball for 11 yards because they didn't need him. Aguilar caught one ball for seven yards – no, two yards. I'm sorry, two yards, and they didn't need him. It, it all went to Mark Andrews. Odell had a pretty big game on his birthday, caught a touchdown pass on his birthday, had five for 56. Congratulations to him. So they are spreading the wealth. But to your point, the bedrock, the cornerstone is they just run it down your throat and then they dare you to try to run on them because they're going to stuff you. So, boy, they got it going on in Baltimore.
Yeah, Ooh. they do. And, and, and they got Cleveland coming up next. Yeah. Which, you know, Cleveland won yesterday and, and they played, you know, they played okay. Deshaun yeah. came back. But this yeah. is going to be, you know, a division rival. And we'll see. We'll see how they play each other with both starting quarterbacks in the mix. I, I like Baltimore to come out of it. You mentioned the New Orleans Saints and yep. nepotism. Yeah, that's right. I'm certainly going to continue to go down that road because right now they're sitting in their first position <laughs> in are. their division. Yeah, so you just got to win and yep. get home field playoff games and you're good. Well, they look like the class of that division, not saying a lot, but they do. They should be. All right, up next, we're going to go to another division. We're going to talk about a rookie quarterback by the name of C.J. Stroud, who had a game of games yesterday. That's next on Undisputed. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. down. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet. Keyshawn and Richard, y'all like my new screensaver? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Oh, man. Yeah. For that is a screensaver. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Next tweet's from True Story. This is Skip getting ready for the show, prepared to defend the Cowboys. Mm. Yep. I think that's Arnold from one of my all-time favorite movies, Predator, but I'm not sure if it's Predator or one of the other ones. Uh, that's Predator. Bro. Is it? That's Predator. Okay, right. Well, then that's if it predator. is, I'm good. Yeah, I love that movie. So did I. He finally got him. Okay, this is Jason L. Williams, our final tweet. Keyshawn didn't have to do that to the playmaker. Oh, like God. Didn't have to do it. Do him that way. That must have been right after Dax. Playmaker, you look, you look concerned. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing and studying. That's what I'm doing for the, for the move ahead. <laughs> All right, back to the field. Baker Mayfield orchestrated an amazing clutch mm. drive. Baker's often been clutch late in games in his career. And Tampa Bay led suddenly 37-33 with 46 seconds left in Houston. And C.J. Stroud was even more amazingly clutch, completing passes of 14, 6, 14, 26, and finally 15, zing! for the winning touchdown with six seconds to go. That wow. gave CJ five touchdown passes without an interception and a rookie all-time yardage, passing yardage record of 470 yards. Woo! <laughs> Richard Sherman, what did CJ Stroud show you yesterday? He showed that he's a top 10 quarterback in this football league wow, right that's now. that's a lot. Um, and he, yeah. he showed that throughout the season. You know, he has 14 touchdowns to only one interception. He has 2,200 yards on the season already. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of huge weapons. He's making these guys seem like great weapons now because of the way he's using them. Nico Collins is having a great yep. season now. Tank Dale, who you saw catch the game winner. Um, he's making the right decisions. Week in and week out, play in and play, play out. And uh, Bobby Slowick is putting him in great positions week in and week out. Another yep. Kyle Shanahan disciple. Yep. We're going to talk about that again to, uh, on a different day. But that's a simple concept right there. That, that's what's frustrating about it for, for, I'm sure, Todd Bowles and his defense is because that's Dino. That's Dino. I, I don't know what y'all call it, Irv, but double post in the red zone has since Jesus was a baby is what people are going to run. And if you're running it with a quarter safety, you pass. Pass off the first one. You get back to the second.
second post, and the play is dead. That's what Carlton Davis was expecting on that play. He's expecting inside help from my guy D. Delaney, and he didn't have it. That's why D. Delaney is jumping up and down. But you got to give C.J. Stroud all the credit in the world. He got passed over with the number one pick yeah. by the Carolina Panthers, and there's been a lot of speculation about Tepper and him stepping, overstepping the yep. scouts and the GM and everybody who actually wanted to draft C.J. Stroud, but he said, I want Bryce Young, and I've seen enough out of Bryce Young, and I own this team, and that's what we're getting. It doesn't look like the right decision now. Bryce has struggled, not to say that he's not going to be a great quarterback in this league going forward. Things can change year in and year out, but right now, C.J. Stroud looks like he came in NFL ready and the best Ohio State quarterback to ever grace the NFL. You know, there's been a there's been a cloud over Ohio State quarterbacks for a long time about them not performing well in the National Football League. He came in and broke the record for an Ohio State quarterback in his first couple games of the season. No quarterback had ever thrown over 380 yards in a game, and he did that in maybe his second or third game. And so he's doing a lot of special things, and I'm really impressed with him. And Sherm. You, you talk about the things on the football field. I'm going to go on a bigger, on a macro level and look at this. I'm talking about this Houston situation. Yeah. This whole Houston situation has been very difficult on those fans in Houston. Very hard. I mean, first is James Harden leaves in basketball. Yeah. Then all of this stuff happened with Deshaun Watson. And, 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 you know, we all know what happened then. And then... You bring in a black-haired coach, give him one year. You bring in another one, you give him one year, you get rid of him. It was disaster. And prior to all of that, it was the DeAndre Hopkins thing because I was the one who broke that story a long time ago. So it was a mitigated disaster. Mm -hmm. Disaster that should have taken another 10 years to fix. But you get the right guy in D'Amico Ryan. And what he does, even in the pre-draft prospect, process, he goes and make a union with a guy like Strauss. He's C.J. Strauss and him. They talked about this even prior to the draft. So everybody not drafting him felt felt like it felt the right way. And, and then he goes to Houston. Remember now, he's replacing really Deshaun Watson, who was an African-American quarterback, and you got another African-American quarterback. And he has a lot of the same skill sets and abilities, and he is playing off the chart. What I saw yesterday, I'm just going to say it, because, I, you know, I, I, I love that Prescott, but I was saying to myself, I gave Dak an A-minus. I said, everything I needed you to do, this kid did. This kid got the two-point conversion. This kid yeah. made the comeback. This kid, he scored a touchdown in the end. I want Houston to understand. I know you're my little brother right there in Texas, boy, but you got yourself something right here. You got yourself something. What made this game so great is the back and forth. And this kid didn't blink. Sean, you mentioned it. Schultz, Brown, we had them in Dallas forever. No, Brown, I've been playing forever. We've been paying Noah Brown money forever, and ain't never got that kind of game out of him. No, nope. ain't never. never. He got three guys never. over 120 yards that we you, you ain't never no. seen them have those kind of games. No. I mean, he took those guys and moved them to another level. That's what you're seeing, and it, and it's such an incredible. I I I, I never subscribe to taking a young quarterback and matching them up 
with a defensive coordinator head coach. Because a defensive coordinator head coach, you can mess a young quarterback up. You don't allow him room to grow. You're telling him not to mess up, don't make a mistake, and you're going to win with your defense. See, Ryan, uh, Coach Ryan's not doing that with C.J. Stroud. They're, they came in as a partnership, and that's why this thing is just taking off. That was a championship defense yesterday that he did this to. So I don't want to hear him saying, well, Tampa's not going anywhere. But that was a pretty good defense, and he still showed up and showed out. Although, Michael, you used past tense. It was a it championship. championship. It was. It they, was. They still got elements of players on that I, team. I got though. it, but they didn't but play was, like it yesterday. No. And, Richard, I got to admit to you, you said he's playing like a top-ten quarterback, looking like top. I, I can't argue with that because I got to be honest about it. I got to be objective. I never saw this at Ohio State, and I watched this young man a lot, and I saw glimpses, I saw flashes, but I did not see this kind of consistent high-level play because he is playing, performing in the National Football League as a rookie like he's a top-ten player. If you had to rank, if you brought in a Martian from Mars who didn't know anything about football Mm -hmm. and said, Who's the best here? He, he'd put C.J. Stroud maybe top two or three the way he just did doing the eye test. The point is, I'm not going to give up on Bryce Young because I still believe in him. I just don't believe in his circumstance in Carolina because I right. do think it's a mess. And I do think Houston, thanks to D'Amico Ryans, is on the rise. Right. It right. all feels right, right, right. to me. They're right. going in the right direction. They're doing all the right things. Yeah on defense as well as offense. And there have been stories out there that said that Houston also preferred Bryce Young and was hoping in the very beginning Mm. that Carolina would take C.J. Stroud. So let's Mm. sometimes you can have revisionist history on this. So the the point is Mm -hmm. C.J. is the realest deal because (laughs) I'm tweeting yesterday about Baker because I'm a Baker fan. Baker was really good down the stretch of that game. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking – My last line of the tweet, but there are 46 seconds left because CJ's starting to win me over. Well, 46 seconds, what? This is impossible to go 75 yards in 46 seconds as a rookie quarterback against a defense with a lot of players who have won a Super Bowl in the recent past, to Michael's point, Mm -hmm. and he just goes zing, 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 and every throw was big time. It was like, ooh, that looks real. That looks right. That looks like legit. And that touchdown throw, I know you broke it down, Richard. D. Delaney, it was his responsibility. But, but C.J. read it and threw it to a kid who is now his best friend on the team, their third-round pick. And it, it, looked, it looked real as it could look. And, and I just sat back and said, they just got themselves a future. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. oh, my mm-hmm. God. And no I, question. And, 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 go ahead. And they got a coach. They got a coach. Right. They, they got, got a coach, coach in D'Amico Ryan. Just got a coach. I know. He's a coach. I know Irv. You don't like the defensive coaches and no, all that, but he's more than an X's right. and O guy. Right. He's, right. More, right. he's a motivator right. of men, he's, he's a and that's what you need. Yeah. yeah. Right. And because because you heard it, even when, when when the draft came down, when he talked to C.J. Stiles, he said, "Didn't I tell you? Remember, I told you he was coming to get you and all of that." That that's building something that's saying, hey. We're going to do this together. We're right. going to do great things together, and they look like they are going to do just that. They will be a team to reckon with yes, with those will. two. They are heading straight north toward Dallas, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, speaking of Dallas, 
I'm about to tell you why I believe the Cowboys still have a very good shot at winning the NFC East. That is next. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Okay, Eagles 28, Cowboys 23 yesterday as the Eagles rise to 8-1 while the Cowboys fall two and a half games back at 5-3. Michael Irvin. Is the NFC East already over? No, it, it, it absolutely is not over. And, and, and I tried to allude to this earlier that, yeah, the Cowboys are two games behind because I did say that they will be on December 10th playing the Dallas Cowboys again, you know, and they're playing them at home. But yep. when you look at this Philly schedule, guys, this, this thing is tough right here. It is. You remember, you remember the big run-up to the Dallas-San Francisco game. There were people talking about when they saw the schedule, Dallas can lose the next three or four games here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raise your hand. There were a lot of people talking. And, 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 and San Fran went into that Dallas game, gave all they had to win that game. They did. And <laughs> left all they had That's in that ball. game. So they left everything in that right game. Now, in everything. So they went on after that game. They lost every game after that. To this point, still haven't won a game. Now, now the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. When you look at what they got next, they got Kansas City. Ooh, at Kansas City. At Kansas City. Yeah. That defense is playing very well, very well right now in Kansas City. Giving yep. up about 16 points a game, and that's it. That's all they're giving up, and they're serious about. Buffalo. It's Buffalo. Buffalo lost yesterday, but 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 playing pretty good football. Yep. San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle. That's a tough schedule. No, the East is not over yet. Are you joking? You're two games behind. They got that. While Dallas is looking at playing the Giants, the Panthers, and the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Ah. Woo! Preach! Boy, that's some. Hey, hey, hey. That's some. Let's work on all the things we need to work who, on. Kind of game. Who, hey, who they play? But I, I like they, they, they the got? Giants, ooh, the Panthers, ooh, and the Commanders. Ooh, that's what the Cowboys. Ooh, that's what they got. That's, that's what, what they, they got. got. So, so now you get a chance to, to, to work on those things that you need to work on to get still corrected. Stop, yeah. stop letting people beat them like that. Uh-huh. And, and, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, by the time these two see each other again, by the time these two see each other again, early December. The Cowboys will be one game behind. You lining it the up for be me one to game hit it behind. out the park. I love it. The Cowboys will be one game behind, and you'll still have an opportunity down the stretch. Absolutely. Absolutely. The East is still See? open. Yep. But even if it's not, and we got to go to Philadelphia, you can oh, take so it. Oh, so now it's not. You I'm just telling you. I was getting, no, 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 no. You realize you uh, lined it up for I'm me to hit it I'm fixing it off both team. sides. I'm letting you, you know both ways. I, you well. lined it up for me to hit it on the park then. See, I'm sitting on third base right now with a 365 lifetime hitter at the plate with no outs with the middle reliever pitching to me. The way you just lined this up, because you tried to be slick. Mm. You tried to give the people, as you like to say, the people that's watching in the audience, you like to, you like to give them something. So you just <laughs> gave me the Dallas Cowboys play, so crazy. the Giants, the Carolina Panthers. This is what you tried to tell me, which they do. They play them, them, them next two games. Then he going to give me Oh, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Ooh. Seattle. He going to give me all that. But what he failed to do is go, well, you know, we got these two games that's pretty much cakewalks with the Giants and the Panthers. But then we got our rival. Then we go to, then we got Seattle. Then we got Philly that just beat us. Then we go to Buffalo who's char- trying to win their division in a dogfight. Then we turn around and we go to Miami, which is 
trying to win their division in the dogfight. Then we played Detroit, who's going to try to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. He didn't want to go into that part of their schedule. Mm. He only wanted to go into the part of the schedule that, matters. that he thinks that matters. matters. But I was all set to come on and say, yeah, Dallas certainly has an opportunity to win the East based on what the Eagles got up next. But then he made me think by saying what he said that, yes, those games come up for Philly right now, but y'all games come up after y'all play against Carolina and the Giants. Y'all got a tough road ahead, man. Mm. Washington and Eric Bieniemy, regardless of Chase Young and Sweat is gone, they still cooking on the offensive side of the ball. And they're your divisional opponent. So y'all just going to poo-poo them and get rid of them, huh? Mm. Then you got them Seattles. Okay, Seattle is not chopped liver. They play hard-nosed defense. Mm. Hard-nosed. Then you got the Eagles again, the team that just beat you. Mm. So they not afraid of you at all. No. And then from there, we can go into Buffalo, and we can go into Miami and mm. Detroit. Last time we saw Detroit, I, last time we saw them, we was like, oh, my God. Mm. This team looked like they're going to come out the NFC. Mm. You're just going to dismiss them now, right? That's what you tried to do, Skipping Michael. Let, let me boil this down for you. Philly is on a bye this week. Yes. And then they're going to come out of the bye with five straight very losable games. Yes. Very losable games. Every game in NFL is losable or winnable. Okay. And we are about to play five straight very winnable games. So yours is winnable, but theirs I'm, is not. I'm going to remind you, we have won our last 11 games in a row at, at home. home. Right. 11 in a row at home. 11 and zero over our last 11 home games. We get the Giants. I think we can handle that. We go to Carolina. I think we can handle that. We get Washington on Thanksgiving, which mm. we own Thanksgiving at home, and we can turn it right around into another Thursday game the next week at home at night on the Amazon, Thursday obviously. Night. That's the Thursday night football against Seattle. We can beat Seattle at home. You do on realize a you have night. not beaten a team. Oh, God. Over 500. Oh, okay. you just, come on. No, what do you mean? Oh, my, what do you mean? Okay. It's well, the truth, it's the truth, it's the truth, Michael. You, you, okay. And I was ready to give y'all an opportunity, but then you come up here trying to fool the fan base you and Skip. We're not fooling anybody. I, just I know you're you, not. Because when Philly comes on December 10th, we will beat them at home because we should have beat them You told me there. that Friday when we left okay, the damn show. Had, at, we, do, do you see look, the look, yards? What? Do, do you see we had 400, what, what, 406 yards to 292? We ran all over them. We just couldn't cash one play at the end of the game. And, and, we're and, better than Philly, and they know right. we're better. And, and you me, lost and, and the game, tell you, Skip. Right? Skip, how could you be better? Skip, let me let me tell you how this plays out better for the Cowboys. If if, if you study see, it no. and notice it, now I'm just I'm just I, my job is to give you the truth as I see it right here. That's my job. Let me That's do my job. job. That's what I'm gonna do. My job. Okay, you you get, we are, we're talking about the schedule. We're talking about the schedule, and we're talking about the next few games. I also think those last few games play pivotal role. Pivotal role. Now I'm gonna tell you why I like the setup as is. As is where the Cowboys do have a chance in this first right right now coming out of that bye to run catch up and then in the bottom of the season where the Cowboys schedule gets hard and Philly's schedule lightens up a little bit when you say it lightens up a little bit it lightens up right we got with the Giants, the Giants Arizona okay, okay, and the okay, Giants right 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 let me tell you where it's best at I rather because my problem with Dallas is late in the season if you're up Decide who to play, when to play, how to play. I just want your butt playing 
all the time. Play right until you have to go into the playoffs. And this schedule will have you doing that because Buffalo's going to be fighting, Miami's going to be fighting, Detroit's yep. all going to be fighting for playoff position. So there will be no break towards the end of the season. Where Philly is, they're in a tough part right now. Philly come through this tough part. At the end, they'll be, if they do have it locked up, should we sit players, should we not, should we rest players? And those kind of situations will lend, I think, lean heavy, and they'll start resting players. They're so ne- they they haven't been on. Rest I'm, players, I'm just saying, from a coaching standpoint, I'd rather the players right, keep playing in Dallas, and we got that job. Right there, because, wait, up next, Ty Lue wants... Russ to play point guard and James Harden to play off the ball? What? That's, that's strange. Well, he's nickel slick. Huh? I ain't nickel slick. That's real. Nickel that's slick. real, man. You- James Harden is scheduled to debut for the Clippers tonight at Knicks. Ty Lue says that when Harden and Russell Westbrook are on the floor together, that Harden will play off the ball while Russ will be the point guard? Really? Sounds like a recipe for disaster to me. Richard, your thoughts? I think what Russ is one of the best players to ever grace the basketball the basketball court. So I think this is what he does well. This is put him in his comfort zone, giving James Harden the freedom to roam, and they draw plays for him and Russ distribute. He's a trip walking triple-double. I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it, too. I, I, I think he brings the ball over the course, set the offense, and if he decides to penetrate and dish, there's nothing wrong with that. You got a guy who can spot up and shoot or create his own shot in heart. And so I'm fine with it, even though he has turned the basketball over at an alarming rate over the last several years. I, yeah, I'm okay I, with it. I'm not okay with it. I, it's, I'm, I, I, I got to be okay with it because the coach made a decision, but I, <laughs> I have some things to think about with it. First of all, you're the point guard. If Russell Westbrook's my point guard, I'm going to just whoever guarding him, I'm going to lag off in the lane and say, let me see you shoot a ball. Let me see you shoot. So so now, whoever, I, I, I go and double on somebody else. Now, James Harden bringing that ball up the floor, I got to watch James Harden because he can pull up and shoot a jumper. James Harden said to us that he has this symbiotic relationship with Tyrone Lue. That means I thought, and he is a system, so I thought he was going to be allowing his system <laughs> okay, to work. That's it for Undisputed. We're back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry. 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 I'